review. It didn't taste like grapefruit. Everybody's dead, we're burning up. I don't know, the door is locked though, and it's making me nervous. I can't <laughs> read, how can I write? Yeah, you're straight fucked, but... We can, we're still cutting off. Not a single second of <laughs> <laughs> well, at some point your hand gets tired when you're writing. I'm oh, sure just you fucking wait, Asa. <laughs> it was me. I killed your dreams. What do you want from me? I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut out the part where it's the Asa with the chair, too. You probably... failed English! Oh man, this is wildly and irrelevant. Then we were stopping at some, running some more errands on our way back, and little C was like, Where are we going? And I was like, We gotta hit up Tarjay. I gotta look for a new pot for dinner tonight. And then she was like, oh, we're going to Tarjay. Now she calls it Tarjay. So that was a funny <laughs> win for me today. Nice. <laughs> yeah, nice work. My Thank big you. win of the week was uh, when I first showed up, she woke up about, uh, I think it was probably about 930. Mm. Uh, is that which the was win? Good. Well, that was the start of a win. Like, that was already, she slept like an hour in. And then oh, she came out and was talking to me. And she was doing that quiet mumble she usually does. And I f took me a minute to figure out that she was trying to say she wanted Elsa hair, which oh, yes. was already making her mad that I didn't understand. And I looked at her and I'm like, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to make Elsa hair. And she just like looked like the world had ended, stomped off and went into Morgan's bedroom, threw the covers over herself and then fell back asleep for another full hour. And I was like, I got to make her mad more often in the morning. Wow. This Very is the best nice. babysitting ever gone. Well done, Zach. Well done. I think Making a child cry for extra quiet time. I think you could have done anything to her hair and she would have thought it. it was fine. Oh, no, I did do the Elsa braid later and she was not happy with it. Got to do what you got to <laughs> do. I'll show you a picture in a second. But I'm going to get this ball rolling. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Books with Bastards. I'm glad you're all joining us here again today. We're here in the, the tiny quiet room and uh, Mallory's... Texting aggressively, our first and foremost bastard, Mallory. No phones. Hello. <laughs> I'm your technical bastard, Zach. Uh, we, as always, we have our ever-present drinking buddy, Caleb. I had to do homework for this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is the first time we've made Caleb and Asa work. Asa. I didn't, I didn't do any homework. Our, uh, our bevested gentleman, Asa. I'm really going to be carrying yep, Asa's yep. ass. Why are you... Waving paper at us. Did you make notes? Yeah, this is, my this notes. is what Zachary calls Elsa hair. Okay, Sorry. So I tried to do a braid. It's nice. bad. Nice. You've never yeah. I've, I've only ever done a braid on something that a came from like cable. Like I've, I've braided Kevlar. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, it's pretty much the same as hair. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. So, Caleb, <laughs> what's up? Zach, what's up? All right. We Welcome to the show. Yeah, yeah we were doing it. The drink corner. Yeah, let's just like, Mallory, what are we drinking <laughs> over here? Mallory just we were doing a show. It's fine. Okay. So tonight we're just having <laughs> a good God. old margarita. A little bit of a margie. I, a little sip of I really sucker. like margaritas. Hopefully they're still good because they've been sitting here for a while. Mm. Oh, my God. That's a lot of salt. Oh, I liked the rib. You don't like the salt? I wasn't prepared for exclusively salt. Oh. Oh, like, I got the salt and only the salt. No drink in that one. I'll take a second. You can see it on the rim. What'd you think that That's was? That's why Asa doesn't like salt, so. I just wasn't expecting bad. it. 
Yeah, so okay, the drink really takes the edge off of that. That's better. I'm not a big fan uh, of like the so margarita good. mixes that just come straight out of a machine. So this one that's is right, just those are real sugary. water, lime juice, freshly squeezed lime juice, agave, gonna, and tequila. I'm pretty sure I'm going to finish this one tonight. So I had one earlier, and then minutes. I ran out of lime <laughs> juice after I made yours. So my it. second one has been made with Sprite, and it is not the same. It's not the same? Not the same. Oh, not as good? Man, I, I think hope the audio came through for that. If I have another one, I think where I might have gone wrong is I did the Sprite tequila, and then I also added the agave syrup. Mm. I think maybe just Sprite and tequila would be fine. Yeah, yours was that, no, not a good substitution. Not ideal. In my opinion. I got to play with it a little bit. Anyways, okay, so today is a special day for us. So. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, oh yeah, I guess before we really get into it, we should apologize as we did last week, say that we would be starting Signal Fires, Ace's Choice. But as yeah. uh, we're kind of a new yes, podcast, all things considered. They lied to me. And we they are... Lied to uh, me about my book. We're trying to figure out... Yes, we lied to you. We are aware this is the second time we have failed to live up to our self-imposed obligations. And but then they made us do homework after telling us they wouldn't At the end of the day, I everyone here except me person. has a full-time job and... Mallory is, can't quite manage to always squeeze in a full novel every week. And Caleb and Asa apparently still have trouble squeezing a full movie in. Uh, but I did fine. <laughs> I didn't have trouble. I, I also had to this week off work. Caleb's well, uh, bitching. He's been so busy this So, week. yeah. So, we yeah. went a different route. We're trying something a little bit new tonight. Uh, this week, Caleb and Asa are going to be active participants in the discussion. Yep. So what we are doing is a little book we'll slash movie review. We'll see about that. So we are looking at My Sister's Keeper by Jody Pickle. And this was written in, what did you say, Zach? I did not look, do any research on this one. Oh, I thought that I was, that we had talked about it last week. Uh, I mean, 2004. And then I believe uh, the movie was... 2009. Okay. So we've got the book here that I read, I think... 15 years ago. Do you remember the whole thing? You didn't even skim it. I don't remember the whole thing, but I remember the main points. Zachary just read it within the last few days. I just pounded the entire thing yesterday. Caleb and Start to finish one babysitting session. Both watched the movie within the last couple days. I watched it this morning. (laughs) Lovely. Fresh in his mind. Caleb was a good student. He took notes. Handwritten on a piece of paper. I like the, there's a definite definite division in the room of people who do this like ahead of time, and the me and Caleb who definitely do it like, you know, it's not seven o'clock on a Friday yet. We could we could still squeeze it in. <laughs> I tried watching it yesterday, but Amazon Prime would not let me download this movie. I mean, that's fair. I'm cl- I, it was trying to help you. <laughs> you failed. I took notes, though. I'm impressed. I took a full page of notes. I am That's more than all the notes I've made for every episode of this podcast. They're pretty basic, but and yeah. it shows. <laughs> I do a lot for What's this show. What's the first thing say? The first thing? Uh, the movie was directed by Nick Casavitas. Did we need to know that? We didn't, but there's no reason not to. Yeah, no different than the author. <laughs> That's Caleb makes an excellent point. Thank you, Caleb. I also uh, really have... Did. Thanks like all the characters, their actual actor names as well. All right. So, so as, as I guess names, maybe movie. as I introduce them, just call them out so that the audience knows. <laughs> the actor names. And you're okay. like an animal, man. So I'm going to kind of be the moderator here. So 
I'm going to start with Zach. So, Zach, do you remember the main characters? Yeah. Uh, so, as our, our, the first character, and I don't want to say most important, but probably the main, main character, character uh, is Anna Fitzgerald. Uh, she is a 13-year-old girl. She was born basically to be a donor for her sister who has leukemia. And what was her name? The sister? Kate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. So you they use the same names. Now that you mention it, I remember. Okay. So. Hopefully they didn't change the names they, too much. As far as I can tell, exactly. they didn't so far. Yeah. Uh, Kate is a 16-year-old girl. She has <laughs> leukemia. She got diagnosed it with it when she was two, and she has, through basically donations from her sister, managed to hang on till she's 16. Uh, as of the start of the book, she is going into renal failure. Her kidneys are giving out uh, because of the years of treatments that she's gone through. They just can't keep up. Uh, then our, we have the mother, Sarah Fitzgerald, who we're going to go into as we go. She's... Well, We'll get into She is her. effectively the antagonist of the book. Don't have there's much no, to say about her. I'm going to go ahead and say there's no good guys or bad guys in this book, but she's definitely the biggest pain in the ass of the whole bunch. Uh, then we have Brian Fitzgerald, who is their dad. Uh, yep. He is, honestly, he seems like a pretty good guy. He is a firefighter. He's realizing as he's gotten older, he's been a little negligent of his other two kids because of the one kid with leukemia. He just has not paid enough attention to them. He does definitely have some flaws, uh, but we'll get there. Uh, then we have Campbell, who is a lawyer. Uh, Who's the third kid? Sorry. Oh, shit, you're right. I'm no, sorry. Let's just kind of round out the family ne- In terms of neglect, <laughs> let's talk about the neglected child, Jesse. God, he I- is the <laughs> oldest child, who I believe is 18 at this point. Or, or he is, he's the second. Yeah, he just no. He's he's older than Kate. Yeah, uh, the book, he he turns eighteen during the course of the book, or just before yeah. the start of the book, I believe. Uh, he is a bit of a delinquent. He's usually drunk or high or both. Uh, he lives out in the apartment above their garage. Uh, he is a has a bit of a hobby that we'll get into, uh, and. So much more into Jesse than they did in the movie. I literally was watching Jesse the whole time. Like, what the fuck is this kid's deal? Like, when are we gonna get into this? Okay, character? well, you're, you're gonna find out. Uh, <laughs> I guess. I guess I have some exciting news for you. Uh, Jesse's way cooler than you would think. One, and both by way cooler, also way more of a problem. We'll, we'll get into it. We'll get uh, so yeah, movie, that's the family. Okay, Uh, so the dynamic here, as you said, is we've got the sick sister, Kate, and then we have Anna, who has basically just been put through the ringer with, if I recall correctly, like bone marrow transplants, stem cells. Uh, Yeah, Uh, when she was born, they took the stem cells off of her placenta. That was, and they were hoping that was all she'd ever need. Later, she needed a... uh, Blood transfusion. Yeah, basically they needed some sort of like, it's not platelets or something. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, they did need bone. bone, They did three things before the bone marrow trying to stave off how long it'd be till they did the bone marrow. And it bought them time, but essentially it meant that she had three other preventative withdrawals to uh, get there. Uh, Yeah, and then the bone marrow was the big one. She's gone in all sorts of times and always has to be 
around in case Kate gets sick, which Kate always gets sick. And then I guess I don't remember because it has been a while since I read this. The relationship amongst the siblings (laughs) and the parents, like, does that come up much in the first part of the book? A lot. Uh, I will... I will. I have some opinions about the book after we get into this, but uh, yeah, Kate and uh, Anna are very, very close. For uh, like, they are sisters. They share the same bedroom. Uh, obviously, they share everything. Like Anna's yeah. known basically for her entire life that she is here to ensure that Kate survives, and that's made a weird bond between them. Uh, I mean, of course, they're also sisters and. They've had their problems, but for the most part, they're very close. Jesse isn't super close with uh, Kate, from what I can tell, but, like, I mean, at the end of the... They don't have any problems between the three siblings beyond regular sibling fighting. Just occasionally, they just don't get along. Uh, Anna and Jesse get along real well at the start of the book because Jesse, being the delinquent, is more than happy to help Anna kind of break out from under her parents' rule. Like, when she decides she wants to do something to go against them, which is what starts the book, he is the one who's like, oh, hell yeah, I'll drive you there. Okay, cool. So I just wanted to kind of set the tone there. Yep. Okay. Then, then, Sorry, I don't know if anybody will be able to hear this, but our neighbors are apparently jamming out again tonight. uh, You know what? Screw it. Let me me check. (laughs) Which is fine. It's just a little background. Maybe we need some background music. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay, so I don't think that the audio is picking up the, the... There's a lot of bass flying around these walls. We do a lot walls. of karaoke in the garage, so... My brain had already tuned it out, but yeah. Enjoy this, listeners. But anyway, <laughs> back to the story. Zach, if you want to take us into kind of the event that sets off the story. Sure. Uh, and you guys obviously just do what, what you always do and interrupt me. Okay. Or I would yeah, never say. Mallory, Mallory has designs, so I don't know what they are, though. I'm waiting in, to get into In the case movie you guys well, aren't aware of how much prep work we do for this, me and Mallory almost never talk before we start an episode. We I'm deliberately sure it come in. As well. <laughs> well, but like we deliberately come in wanting to be surprised by each other's opinions, so that you get the you know the purest reaction from us, and uh, sometimes that results in terrible infighting. So. <laughs> I was saying I kind of wanted to get, like, the full, like, kind of first part of the book from you and then get what they got. But obviously, feel free to chime in if something outrageous comes up. Yeah, as we've already learned, Jesse is a character in my book. So Jesse Jesse has a car and a license in the book? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. No, Jesse does not have that. He does lose them through the course of this book. No, he doesn't start with them. Mm-hmm. How old does he's he appear? Younger. In the he looks. He's, I seriously thought he was the second oldest. He looks like he's like sixteen. Okay. Like, uh, oh, like, actually, while we're sitting here, can you give us the actors for each of the characters? That oh question? yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, as I said earlier, the it's directed by Nick uh, Cavacitas. Who's the mom? Not shown. <laughs> Not shown. Turd. Hold on. Uh, the mom is Sarah Fitzgerald, uh, oh. played by Cameron Diaz. Yeah. Uh, Anna Sorry. Fitzgerald, played by Abigail Breslin. Uh, Brian, Jason Patrick, Kate is oh. Sophia Vasiliva. Not what I pictured. Who's or, Jason Patrick? Wait, oh, never mind. I'm th- I was thinking of Patrick or of Jason Bateman. Oh, yeah, d- different look, for sure. Uh, <laughs> Not a zaddy. <laughs> uh, Jesse is played by Evan uh, Ellingson. No clue who that is. Uh, I've heard that Campbell is played by Alec Baldwin. Oh, okay. And then wow, jeez, I was not expecting that. Uh, I mean, it, you know. Who's Kate? 
Uh, oh, yeah, Kate is Sofia Vasileva. Don't know who that is either. They're, I don't recognize most of them. I what mean, about Julia? Cameron Diaz, obviously. Uh, Who's Julia? Julia is the character we will get to in a minute, but I'm uh, just curious. I mean, Aunt Kelly is Heather. Aunt Kelly? There's no. All right. Well, okay. So, yeah, yeah. so let's maybe we'll take that. it back to the book for a minute and take us to the kind of the. Heather, event Heather Walquist. Maybe we explained that in the movie there's an aunt that is basically we're, and we're there. Going, you're going to yeah, there there is an aunt in the book yeah. but wait uh, who's julia oh we're not there yet oh okay. my god oh. okay just wait you're, you're learning it okay. now <laughs> all right uh yeah let me get into it okay so start of the book anna is walking into a pawn shop to sell a golden locket that her father got her when she first done or when she donated bone marrow to kate back when she was like seven uh she's never taken it off for the past six years but she's trying to save up enough money to do something that we aren't told about immediately. Uh, but she does it. She only gets like 20 bucks for it. She's lamenting. She only yeah. has like 136 bucks. really fuck you, you know? They, they, they do. They've really fallen out of style. Uh, and so she ends up getting Jesse to uh, take her to, or uh, essentially to a lawyer's office. Uh, we Covering Caleb and Ace's question earlier, uh, he, she specifically comments that uh, the, the $2,600 car that he has, he managed to get, like, a loan from the bank for some of that. Jesse? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, so he must be 18 then, obviously. Yes. Okay. Uh, and so he drives her. He's super excited to watch her go against her parents. It's uh, like, hell yeah, stick it to the man. And she shows up at Campbell Alexander's office. Campbell is a... Fairly famous lawyer in the area. Mm-hmm. He's uh like he is one of those guys. He grew up rich, went to like a school, been to country clubs. He's kind of against a lot of that stuff these days, but he's still like a. That's where he's from. He's still an upper white class guy. He's a blue blood. Yeah, he's a, that's that's a good word. Uh, and he's kind of a dick bag, but he does seem to at least ultimately have his heart in the right place. He always has a dog that walks with him named Judge, mm-hmm. uh, who he says is a service dog. But he, every time anyone asks him what the dog is, a like you're, they're like you're not blind, and he's like yeah, no shit. Uh, and then when they ask what he's for, he will always lie. He changes it every single time. What kind of dog is he again? Is I, he like a golden yeah, retriever? In was, the movie, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's a shepherd. Yeah, I thought he was a German shepherd. Heard dog oh, okay. sometime. Just curious. Oh, but border collie. Border collie. He's border collie. Okay, I, I, I'll be honest. It said at the very beginning, and That's I don't fine. remember at this point. You might know. as well hang on to the book. You know that I like dog details. Indeed. He only gets asked once in the movie what the service dog is for. He says he has an iron lung, and Judge sniffs out magnets. That's the very first one that he tells Anna in the book. He It comes up, I would say, at least 20 times in the course of the book. It does not come up again after Anna asks him that time. Almost every single time someone in the book encounters him, uh, that is, the, for the first time, they ask. Yeah, that's the end. It only comes up the once. But in uh, the movie, he does not have a lot of encounters. And at this point, no. Anna comes up to him and is like, all right, I want to sue my parents. And he's like, oh, okay, fuck this, get out. I, d- <laughs> I don't know why you want to sue your parents, but How don't waste my Anna time. How old is Anna again? 13. 13, okay, yeah. sorry. Uh, and she's like, no, I want to see my parents for my medical rights. Uh, and he thinks she's like trying to get an abortion. And he's like, I don't want to handle this. And she's like, no, like, I don't want to be, 
I don't want to donate my kidneys, which my mother has essentially already decided that I'm going to donate a kidney to my sister. That's the next step, right? Yeah, because, again, Kate is going through renal failure, and a kidney transplant might buy her another couple months. So the kidney replacement is not even going to necessarily save her because she still has leukemia. Yeah, most of the doctors are like, best case scenario, it'll buy her a little while longer, but it might just kill her. Yeah. Yeah, like, the operation might just be too much. Okay. Uh, and so Anna's like, I don't want to do it. I want to sue them for rights. And he's like, oh, shit. Like, this this could be a big case. Like, I could really get a lot out of this. His publicity. Yeah, basically, he's like, I, I do pro bono work. He's like, so I won't charge you for this. Like, just come by and, like, clean the doorknobs. Like, I got to go get my He makes back. a joke that she should, like, <laughs> polish the doorknobs in his office. And that and that's it. That's all he'd charge her. Uh, and then he basically files it the next day or the same day and sends it out. Uh, yeah, that's our introduction to Alexander. I guess there's a secretary, Carrie. She has no particular amount of character or time in this book. Nope. Other than Not being the, the secretary. Yep. Other than being there. Okay. So name. let's uh, pause with the book. There. We're gonna take it over to our movie guys. Issa, Caleb, you guys want to discuss the movie up until the point that we've just gotten to? Uh, uh, So far, it's pretty similar. Uh, Again, as far as I knew, I thought uh, Jesse was the second oldest. At least least in the movie, it it jumps through time a lot. It'll, oh, we're going to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> Zach did not care for that. But it always always seems in the movie, like whenever it jumps back... we never, you never see anyone older than Kate when it jumps back. Like you'll just see younger kids in the background. So I, I mean, I don't know. It didn't seem like that stayed the same. But it also seems like they didn't give much of a shit about Jesse in this movie. He again did <laughs> he was not really come up. Yeah, man, Jesse really does get neglected. <laughs> like it, it looks like so. Uh, the, the opening yeah. starts with Kate giving a very dour speech about life. And then it cuts straight to her getting off of a bus and walking into a pawn shop. Are you talking about Anna? Oh, yeah. Anna getting off a bus and walking into a pawn shop. And I thought she got like $700 for the thing. It seemed like she got a decent amount of money. More than 20 bucks. I I don't remember the pawn shop thing at all. I watched this like the day before yesterday. Oh, my god. I'm pretty (laughs) sure she got a decent amount of money for it. But but she gets off the bus to meet Jesse, who's outside the pawn shop. Uh, and then she just walks into Campbell's office on her own. Jesse's nowhere to be seen. Doesn't drive her there. He doesn't have a car. Doesn't even seem like movie. he took her to the lawyer's office, just like she was already at the pawn shop. It was a little weird. Just like a. She got off the bus and he was there. And he was like, this is the place. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, no, he didn't go with her. No, he, he doesn't have a license. Him. He's always riding buses yeah. late at night. He like, rides out, buses. But they don't ever show in the movies, like. Doing drugs or drinking. Yeah, they don't even. He's just like. He's just one of those people that rides the bus. He's just like riding buses back and forth. And where does this take place? Does it ever say the city? It is in Rhode Island, Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, okay. Jumping way ahead for one second. At one point, Jesse is seen to get on a bus and go somewhere in the middle of the night, and then sits down in front of a diner. And it's just thirty seconds of him sitting there. It cuts away and comes back like twenty minutes later of him missing the bus going back home. It doesn't show what he did, and no one notices he's gone. Oh, he was. I'm guessing. Does he ever come back? If I had a yeah, he comes back, and his dad doesn't even realize he was gone. And it doesn't show what happened. I have a guess uh, about. I bet there's deleted scenes that actually cover the book. 
It sounds like they cut oh, away from what he was doing maybe. rather than showing it. We need the uncut version of my sister's keeper. <laughs> really? <laughs> anyway, she goes into the office. Either that or this director's a coward. Uh, <laughs> she goes into the office and, yeah, talks to Campbell. Uh, he never tries turning her away. He fully lets her lay out her case. I think he just, like, takes whatever, like, the little bit of money she offers. And it's like, yeah, all right. I got, like... I got you, boo. Yeah, $700. Yeah, I think it was like $700. Wow. That's right. way more than yeah. she had in the book. We'll just get it done. And he took it from her. He well, does not take it. That's it, what I'm oh, saying. I don't know if he takes she it. does put it on the counter for him. I don't think he takes it. Really I don't think the book. In the, the I guess I don't know if he specifically takes it, but she doesn't lay it out in front of him. In the movie, he doesn't. There's no mon, There's no mention of pro bono or how much it would cost. Yeah. There's no. There's it's no mention of it. There's no that value. A girl yeah, he never even mentions like he never piece. mentions uh, like publicity. No one even. Every time everyone asks him why he's doing this, he pretty much just says it's for Anna, and that's all he says. Oh yeah, no, in this one, like he in his own internal monologue, he's like. This is oh, gonna yeah. be great. Like this is gonna look good I'm gonna for me. This fucking really like cool. this fucking uh, movie had jumped narrators like seven times and then stopped for an hour and then came back in the end. Huh? Interesting. Because I think the right? book is told through what? a different point yeah, uh, of view. The book switches. Yeah. Uh, in the book, uh, every chapter switches between characters. Uh, the only person who does not get chapters of their own, with the exception of the very end of the book, is Kate. Yeah. Kate doesn't get a chapter it's until... It's more about her, not Yeah, her. We, we deliberately are not given her Here, point of me, view. Let me look. I wrote down the number of narrators. Like just like who or which narrator. Like okay. who, who is, Starts with Kate. <coughs> jumps to Campbell. <laughs> okay. Goes to Anna, then Jesse, then Brian, then back to Kate. And then it never does anyone else's until the very end of the movie where I think it goes back to Kate. Interesting. Okay. Like I was like, all right, we're having narration. That's going to be a little weird, but we can get through it. Okay. And it's done. All right. All right. So, okay. So she's gone to the lawyer. He files the papers and... Take it away? Take it. Okay. Uh, I want to cover a little bit of my thoughts on the book. Is yes. This is one of those books where... I don't want to say that nothing happens, but not a lot happens in terms of like big moments. A lot of this book is flashbacks. I would go so far as to say 75% of this book <laughs> is flashbacks. Every that. third paragraph, they will drop back in time 7 to 15 to 20 years. It is infuriating if you care about what's actually going on in the present. Which I did. It was all that I cared about. And the 78th time that Sarah Fitzgerald flashed back about her daughter Kate getting sick, I was like, I don't even care that she has cancer anymore. I wonder, <laughs> I don't even like, Sarah gets a fly. I don't were even... they just trying to paint a picture of, like, maybe why the characters are in the yes, way it's definitely like but so maybe overkill? This is definitely, like, all a character study. All of these flashbacks are reinforcing kind of why they're doing what they're doing in the gotcha. present. Okay. But it gets to the point where the flashbacks are longer than what they're doing You're just like, I in the it. present. You're I like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I swear, yeah, there was one point in the movie, it, like... Goes from a scene of Kate watching her mom argue with a nurse, flashes back to like by like ten years, and then twenty minutes pass by, and it goes back to the present, and she's still watching that argument. And I was like, "What happened in the flashback?" I we'll get to it. That's that's later. But I was like, 
That, it, it's kind of like, okay. you know how a lot of times we tend to ignore when the flashbacks take place and tell it in order? We can't do that here. Yeah. There's okay. so many. We're going to kind of briefly, I'm going to just now cover a lot of the backstory up front. That's fine. And then, uh, so a lot of the, I guess the earliest backstories we'll get cover uh, Sarah and Brian Fitzgerald. Uh, she was a lawyer, but dropped her career when she started having kids with Brian, who is a firefighter. He is a captain of the firefighting brigade here in Providence. They have uh, Jesse, uh, and then when he's four or when he's two, they have Kate. And when she turns two, she gets leukemia. They freak out. They kind of feel like the world's ending. We get introduced to her sister. Suzanne, generally referred to as Aunt Zan. I don't love that, but... I love the way it looks. It doesn't come off the tongue very smooth. Apparently it's Aunt Kelly in the other one. We never even... They probably didn't like that either. We didn't know the rest of it. They could have called her Susie. Or Suzanne. You didn't need to change her full name. Yeah, It's just Aunt Suzanne. It would have been... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's, she's not. not the she's not big in the book, but she does come up. A fair amount. And she just doesn't why does she come up in the words? Book? Yeah. She's just one more. That, I think she she's more like a background character for the mom. Oh, okay. So just like a support. Yes. Okay. Because a lot of this book is essentially examining the lives of like what happens when someone in your life has cancer. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, and it's her and Brian decide to have another kid, hoping that they can use a donor to save uh, Kate because Jesse doesn't have like the same he's not a match Wait, yeah he's not yeah. a match so in the book they have her hoping that she could be a match mm-hmm. okay it, no they don't hope that she could be a match they actually use they? a geneticist okay. to modify uh, Anna so that she will well, be know, guaranteed hope that she would be uh, a yeah, match. That was, that's, that's why I asked, yeah, because yeah. in the movie they did not hope. They made, they made yeah, sure. Yeah, they, they made sure. I, I'm yeah. sorry. She was born in a Petri dish, essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, like, there's all these things, like, you can tell in Brian's flashbacks, he's honestly, like... This all got my throat. <laughs> but I'm better now. He is excited I'm that uh, that he'll have a third kid, because he loves his kids. Uh, wow, but that's great. <laughs> He also, like, but we get the mother's point of view at one point where she's sitting at, like, a salon getting her hair done. All the three people there are pregnant, and they're talking about it, and they're talking about names, and they're like, oh, what are you going to name yours? And she's like, oh, I haven't even thought about it. And it goes through her point of view, and she's like, I really haven't thought about this kid at all other than how it can save Kate. So it's not even, like, a kid to her. Yeah, at the time. Like, it changes as the book goes along. But this is the first point in the book where I was like, Wow. wow, you fucking well, suck. <laughs> Asa was watching this movie over the last, like, two evenings. And the first evening I came back, I was doing something, and I came in, and he was like, I just can't even, like, stand this movie because the mom is such a bitch. Like, <laughs> she is, like, uh, she's, she's ruining the terrible. whole movie. Terrible. She hate fucking Cameron Diaz. Yeah, uh, anyway, so that's a little bit yeah. of the mom's background. We also get a lot of her sitting through Kate's various surgeries and you know, being a mom in general for these people. Uh, Brian, we get a lot of his flashbacks of, like, he's going through it, but there's a lot of times where he'll either stay late at the station cleaning up or he'll answer fire calls at any time, even if he's not on shift. And at one point, he's like, Uh, I could never tell them that I'm not working hard. It just means I don't have to go home. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Like, it's just too much for him. 
but coming back to the present, at least that kind of gives the background on the parents. Uh, Anna comes home. Kate gets sick again, so they go to the hospital. And while they are sitting in the hospital, while Kate is getting uh, treatment, uh, the sheriff shows up and walks up to Sarah, the mother, and is like, hey, I'm really sorry I have to do this, but it's my job and all, and serves her papers. And <laughs> Sarah opens the letter in front of her daughter, who has just sent her a lot of summons, or a subpoena? A subpoena, probably. Yeah, yeah basically saying, served. hey, you're due in court. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, the mom immediately freaks out on her. And then Kate, you know, freaks out trying to figure out what's going on. And so when the mom turns to look at Kate... Uh, Sarah's like, all right, fuck this, and runs. <laughs> and was the father and Jesse there? Uh, the father uh, was at work when this oh, happened, okay. and she goes to Jesse and gets her to take him somewhere, gets him to take her somewhere else. Okay, in his car. Yeah. In his car. He does <laughs> yeah. not have. Wait, he was taking who someplace else? Anna. Anna? Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to kind of lose track of a lot of what's going on from here because it jumps all over yeah, the place. Yeah, I don't have, like... Major details. There was not a lot that happened. Do we want to? I'm so sorry that we're hashing this out now, but screw it. I'm just going to go through the present, and then you guys can fill in backstory or if something seems important. Okay, I'm going to tell you right through. now. We don't get Brian's backstory, and we get one flashback from Sarah's point of view. Oh wow! Would you say that there's any flashback that really makes a huge difference on the plot? Or is there any character that has a flashback where you're like, wow, that actually makes a lot of sense for them and that explains something? I have one flashback that does... It's that one that takes 20 minutes and the time 13 seconds pass. Okay. Zach, uh, I covered a lot of the, the big ones that really made an impact on me were specifically the two I mentioned about the parents. Okay. Uh, Sarah that doesn't have... I guess two more like little flashbacks that kind of show the difference between how the parents viewed the kids... Uh, is when they're finally forced to have Anna donate bone marrow to uh, Kate. Kate spends all of the time, uh, like, or Anna, or, sorry, fuck, uh, Sarah, such plain names across the board. I know, they're board. all, like, very generic Yeah, they're names. all. <laughs> uh, Sarah spends all of her time watching Kate, and, like, she gets, like, a message from, like, Jesse comes in and is like, hey, uh, Anna wants to see you. And she's like, tell her I can't right now. Like, I, Kate's sick. That's and it's cold. like, and later she, like, goes to check on her and, like, finds out that they basically aren't giving Anna any more pain medication than, like, Tylenol. Despite, you know, having needles shoved into her bones and pulling stuff out. Yeah, that's really painful. Yeah. And so she goes through, like, the whole argument with the nurse and, like, gets actual medication for her, but comes in to see that Brian, the dad, has actually bought her that locket as basically, like, a reward slash thank you for saving Kate. Like, like basically, she realizes, like, that she spent all of the time watching Kate, despite the fact that, like, Anna essentially went through just as much, if not more, traumatic night and got totally ignored by everyone but her dad. That's just sad. I yeah. mean, I haven't read this book in a long time, but I remember just feeling sad for her. It's it's bad. Like, it's definitely the one time where you're like, man, all right, Campbell and the dad at least get credit for noticing. I feel like the movie 
well, because it's obviously much shorter than a book, you couldn't cover it all. But like the previous, like before the court case, like the previous, like you know, operations on Kate or Anna mm-hmm. that they did like get kind of mentioned, but not in hardly any. They detail get more mentioned in the court case, and even then, it's like <clears> I get hidden in the back. face. You don't all get three like of the full in. impact of like no. how shitty it was. No, and like Anna the most go. important flashback for me was the one with the parents talking to the doctor, being like, "I shouldn't." even suggest this professionally but yeah he was like I don't but, suggest this per- like on but we paper. should he's like the but, kidney thing or uh, no making Hannah making, making they're like Anna. I don't oh, suggest this on paper gotcha. but this is what we should do it's like, but this see. is an option he's like, like if you tell anybody I never said it's like basically planted <laughs> the seed like we could create a daughter that will be a perfect match for whatever the fuck Kate, Kate. <laughs> but yeah it's it, it's literally on paper not a thing but we could do it and then there was it. Okay. Jeez. Okay. Uh, Caleb, you want to hit us with that long flashback real quick? Is that, that anything or that's going to give away Or I'm going to try and do the present a, a little bit. because That honestly has absolutely like nothing to do with the rest of the movie. Okay, hit, hit um, us. But so later, just randomly, way later in the movie, uh, Kate's feeling down watching her mom argue about hospice with a nurse. Um, Sad. And it cuts uh, Kate's back, like cuts back to Kate when she's still had hair, just getting into this. Uh, and she meets a guy, Taylor. Mm. Taylor's played by Thomas Decker. I remember Taylor. Okay. <laughs> this is a 20-minute backstory that takes place over 13 seconds and just, like, doesn't come up ever again, pretty much. You know, this is just, uh, here come, this is, but I'm going to describe that the author of this book is a talented writer, but I feel like they kept leaning on being like, all right, now I got to make the tears happen. So I'm going to insert something just super sad and full-ass out of place that has nothing to do with what's going on in the story just to make everything worse. Like, it doesn't have anything to do with what's going on. It doesn't further the plot. I just want you to be sad now. Yeah, uh, so meets Taylor. That's what's about to happen. (laughs) Meets Taylor. That was in the book, too. gets her number, uh, calls right away. Like, as soon as he leaves the thing, they're like, Are we gonna, is he going to call? Call 30 seconds later. Like, I don't want to. Well, you got to make sure it was right. It wasn't yeah, a, he was like, I don't want to make sure you're giving me a bo- like a bogus number. <laughs> and then, God, I was so. Calls right away. He asks her to the prom. Uh, he holds the bucket for her while she's vomiting during chemo. Like, so giving sweet. her sticks of gum. Like uh, I feel like I should mention, I don't know if Caleb said it, he also has cancer. Oh, yes. He oh. has AML. She has AML. So they're going to treatments, like, together. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. He's had AML for a while, uh, so he's, like, walking her through everything, like, holding the bucket. That like, is tomorrow, really sweet, actually. Tomorrow it'll be me vomiting, so you don't have to feel weird it about it. It was pretty nice, yeah. It, it was nice. It was super cute. And then he invites her to, pr- like, the prom. Like, it's... Uh, the hospital does. The hospital does prom. She gets a wig and a dress, and she feels all pretty for the night. They sneak away to, like, a part of the hospital that's being renovated. They, they, oh. don't, they don't have sex, she says, but they do some things, as all it's mentioned. And then it cuts to her being like, it's been three days. He hasn't answered my calls. He hasn't texted back. And the mom's like, I'm sure he's just busy. I'm sure something's going on. She's like, no, mom, like, we did it. Like, and he's not answering. Like, all this stuff. And the mom freaks out, goes up to the front door. She freaks out because she's like, you did you did it? Yeah. You did uh, it? You mean like, you did it? it? I thought like, she gets you said they didn't do it. Well, she, she, that's when she clarifies. She gets pissed off at her because she's a still this, a bitch. This is a little different in my version. I know. It's like, man, your kid has, like, terminal 
cancer, it sounds like. Yeah, Let fucking her get some. some. Get it. <laughs> this is mostly the oh same God. in my version, except the mom's name is. this is told from the point of view of the mother. This is her flashback. No. Uh, watching this happen. She catches them when they're doing that. But is is like in my head. She's like, I know I should stop them, but I don't know if she's ever gonna get another chance. Oh, to so have she this was part more decent in the book. Yeah, and she's okay. like, I don't know if she's ever gonna have a chance to have this part of her life. So she leaves and just leaves them to it. Well, that's nice. So they don't get caught, but the mom goes up to the nurse at the front desk and is like, Have you seen Taylor? Like, what? Like about to go off, and the nurse is like, I thought someone would have told you, and tells her that Taylor apparently died after that night. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to the present day. That's why she didn't hear get a call back. It just cuts back, back to the present day of Kate watching her mom argue with the nurse of like the hospice nurse and crying. And I'm like, why did we need this? She's just thinking about yeah, the sad Caleb. times we in did, her we life. Didn't, I mean, again, kind of like let's just shove in the mer- the movie the the fault in our stars in here. Though I think the fault in our stars came way later. Yeah, uh, it was it touching that she had like that was probably the best from what I gathered of her life was maybe it would seem to be the best, best of her life. Yeah, maybe she's thinking of like I had this great time, but then it was so life. devastating. And then they're discussing hospice, and that obviously is. Yeah, well, she's flipping, she's flipping through an album and sees a picture, and that's what oh, but, yeah. triggers it. Um, I thought it was important that that was in there. It made me sad. It, Got a little choked up. Decker does technically, or uh, yeah, Tom, that's the actor's name. Oh. Uh, Taylor. Uh, Taylor does come up a few times, but only by name, uh, when Kate attempts suicide, saying she's going to go see Thomas by attempting to swallow pills, and Anna's the only one home to stop her. Uh, so she doesn't actually do it. She just said, or no. she wants. She tries. She she's, She oh, is drunk thing. and attempts to swallow pills, and all we see is Kate or is Anna tackling her, and then it cuts out of that. Okay, uh, I, so okay. I got a little more detail on both of these. Okay, like I said, it was the mother's point of view in this one. She discovers that Taylor dies much the same way in the book, though she's not being a bitch about it. Okay, uh, she just goes up and asks, "Is like, hey, have you heard from him?" And she's like, yeah, I thought you would have heard. He died last night. Like, he got home, and he was so excited, but he was running a temperature of 105. Oh, And my basically gosh. just, you know, dies on the floor that night. Blue balls. <laughs> God damn it, Asa. He got off. <laughs> <laughs> I assume. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They didn't do it. What the fuck, Asa? Oh, my God. Okay. It's a dangerous thing. Okay, Zach. Well, I mean, in the long walk, that guy died from Blue Balls, too. Trying to pull out of this nose. Oh, my God. God, you're right. Okay, so Uh, the mother, she finds out. The mother finds out. She waits until after Kate is out of her therapy, like 28 days later, to tell her. Because she's like, I didn't want you to, like. Didn't want to set her back. I didn't want you to be so sad that you stopped fighting during your chemo. No, she finds out right away. Okay. Uh, like, I get why the mother did what she did. Like, yeah. Kate's very mad, but I'm like, I got this one. That makes yeah. sense. If you think that you're being ghosted, you're going to be mad, but you're not going to want to die. You're not suicidal. Yeah, like, if you she just find out life. that your boyfriend died and you're going into chemo, you may not hang on that hard. <laughs> it, you okay. know, it's a real thing, not not holding on. That really gets you in the end. She was a little bit dis- discouraged in the movie. I imagine as it would be. Uh, The suicides (laughs) also come up very, very late in the book. Anna, but they're from Anna's point of view. She catches her trying to kill herself with Coke and pills. Uh, Coke? 
I don't think she had Cocaine? wine. Oh, it she might was, have, no, she it was a bottle of tequila. She was, right. she was drinking tequila. Oh, you got to specify. Coca-Cola? <laughs> I thought it was, my brain said Coke, like soda, but. Oh, okay. Uh, you know how Mentos, if you drop them in oh the my thing God. of Coke, <laughs> you do, do you drink a bunch of Coke and then just swallow a Mentos? What I think happens? you drop the Mentos in the Coke. Yeah, but if you we're, do we're that not, in not. your stomach. What happened? You get very sick. You throw up. I don't think it'll kill you. I feel you. like you that might have vomit. been on Mythbusters. We'll have to look so it up. So it's not like uh, Elka-Seltzer and the... Um, no. No. Pigeon or um, the, okay. the seagulls. Uh, but the Kate realizes... Or Anna looks at her and she's like... It, she talks about doing it and I can't remember the exact turn of phrase and she's like, and that's when I realized this wasn't the first time she tried. Oh. So it doesn't ever mention Kate attempting suicide other than that one time. This is the only other time it mentions it, it's other than, like, but yeah, like, Kate, or it, Anna figures out that uh, she's like, oh, she's tried before and failed. Like, it's just not, she just can't quite manage it by herself. Also, Kate's suicide is mentioned, like, 20 minutes, with 20 minutes left in the movie. It's in the courtroom scene. That That's, act, that's accurate, accurate to the movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or the book. I think there is one major difference between the book and the movie that we haven't talked about. Jesse? So far, other than Jesse, we're only we're trying not to get too far ahead. So, so yeah, far. I'll wait. I'll wait. We're so I lost. In I don't know where it fits in. I don't know where it we're fits so in. lost. So we'll in flashbacks. Right. Uh, How do you know okay. that it's different? Because Zach said earlier that um, it was the brother that had talked to Anna about take going to the judge. The um, he uh, took her there. He didn't. He wasn't the one who gave her the idea. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. He just drove her. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna go back to the present a little bit. Okay. So the mother has found out that she's being sued. God, uh, we're still there. We are uh, in the book. We're like on the f- page forty. In the movie, we're twelve minutes in. I think that's about this. The I book's like four hundred sixty. In the movie, we're we got minutes. We got in, the background out of the yeah, way. I think I can so blaze through it. There's going to be a little bit more flashbacks because there's three there characters we have not exact, spoken about. My notes start with the family is served. <laughs> 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 I thought it was like at least halfway through the movie. Then. No, it is not. All I remember is like most of the movie was oh the mom God. being a bitch, and then. All right, Asa, you got to you got to let me get this out. Notes. Okay, Asa, okay, thirty go. minutes in is when we first see a courtroom. <laughs> oh, oh, you're fucking lucky. You think thirty minutes is when I got to see a courtroom? I got to see a courtroom for the first time on page three hundred and seventy. No, 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 the courtroom. We on four hundred and sixty. We see the courtroom for one minute, and then it cuts away, and the courtroom comes back at an hour and fifteen minutes. Why okay, that's a lot like mine, actually. <laughs> Oh, man. That interview is going to be spent mostly in a courtroom. No. Oh. It was hey, audience, if you thought it was a legal drama, huh? It was mostly spent in the past. Yeah. All right. I thought it was a legal drama, too. I was so excited for that. <laughs> and then it was all spent on sadness and depression, and I was like, this oh. isn't about a girl's rights at all. If you want to read a John Grisham book next. That sounded that sounds way more fun. It was pretty sad. I didn't like this book. It was pretty I sad. I started out liking this book, and then every chapter I was like, Okay, please go back to the part that like sounded exciting. Please go back to the part that sounded exciting. Please go back to the part that sounded exciting. Fuck this book. It just it, it it's I, like that until near the end where it takes a spike down. Okay. <laughs> a flashback, the flashbacks don't matter except for that one, so I didn't even write about them. I, except that the weird part is is in retrospect, the flashbacks are the only part in the book that yes, matters. Really. But 
Okay, well, that might be confusing for the audience. Wait, so let's, like, uh, that's wait. confusing for me. Let's I'll put it like this. <laughs> we'll, we'll cover why I feel that way at the end. Okay. Right. okay. So, going forward, uh, the mother's been served. She's pissed. Anna gets out of there. She goes somewhere. It doesn't matter. I don't remember where she went. Okay. It, like, she just literally comes right back. Okay. Yeah, she didn't go uh, anywhere in the she, well, oh, no, she, goes, she goes to the lawyer's office. Uh, the mom the calls the lawyer and is like, hey, no. I don't know what's going on. Like, you're not. Uh, saying, you're my daughter right. said that she'll call this off, yada, yada. And the lawyer's looking at Anna in his office. And he's like, no, I have no idea where she is. I don't know what you're talking about. Actually, Hangs up the phone. He's like, are we still doing this court case? And she's like, yes. He's like, okie dokie then. <laughs> she might actually be 11 in the movie because I did she actually think it was weird. Later, uh, there's a character who's referenced as having a 12-year-old dead daughter, and she took a month's, or six months leave of judge absence. Judge DeSalvo. The judge. And, and then later, them? when that judge and Anna are talking, uh, the judge asked if Anna knew her, and she said, no, she's old. she was older than me. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, so she might have been 12 when she died. No, in the movie. But they, then it made it sound like she took 11. a six-month leave of absence, and then is a, and this is her first so time back in court. So that's not that so it makes I it, think it, the judge is a guy in the book, but now that I think about it, I'm not sure. Judge That's did, fine. It is the same name, but it's a girl. But it's made it, it makes it sound like the daughter died, she took six months, and is now back. Okay. And well, then, but Anna's reference is, and I was like, that doesn't seem right, because I thought she was 13 in the movie as well. No, I, don't, I don't think 11. it matters too much. She might have been 11. 11, 13. There's a lot of Only drama. They go to the courthouse to meet with the judge. Uh, The mother reveals that she is a lawyer and that she will be representing her family in this. And immediately the lawyer's like, well, this is going to be a fucking problem. Like, they're talking to the judge who's like, okay, I guess we're going through with this. Uh, And he looks at him and he's like, I have a problem, Your Honor. My client lives in the house of the opposing counsel. She's going to manipulate this case in her favor. There's, I can't do anything about that. Yeah. The judge is like, you're not wrong. Uh, <laughs> so we throw it Yeah, and he's here. like, can you, he looks at the uh, the mom and is like, can you like be impartial? Like, I need you to, you cannot talk to your daughter really, about this, this case. this can't be impartial. Yeah, she's like, you cannot talk to your daughter about this case. Or, like, I, like, I'm going to have to, like, basically sanction you or something. Uh, and he's like, I'm not going to have her removed from the house for obvious reasons because, you know, it's still ultimately her family. I am going to assign a guardian ad litem, I think is what it's called. But essentially a uh, someone, an outside lawyer to come in and make sure everything's okay with the kid. Uh, that is where Julia comes in in my book. Uh, they don't even, that's not even mentioned as a problem in a court case. None of this shit came up at all. Oh, they're just Julia like Julia is a large source of like making sure that Anna doesn't lose her fucking mind. No, Anna this. doesn't have that. Anna loses her mind a few times. I think. There's no Julia. There's no mention of that being a concern. Yeah, there's no mention that that's a problem. Weird. They just are like, nah, it's fine. Julia is. Uh, Campbell's love interest in this story. Ooh. Campbell does not have a love interest. Nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so nice. we're introduced to Julia. Nice. This well, I'm going to go th- uh, real quick. I'm going to go through Campbell and Julia's backstory. Because okay. we revealed pretty quickly that they knew they used to date back in high school. They both oh, went to this really posh uh, like private school. She had like, you know, the cut short pink hair and was a, a bit of a rebel. He fell for her. 
They got together, and then the day before graduation, he just suddenly ghosts her out of nowhere. And she thinks that he just was having fun and messed with her and all that stuff. And, uh, like, 15 years later, she still hasn't really gotten over it. Like, she's been with a couple of other guys, but nothing ever sticks. Uh, he's still very clearly hung up on her, uh, but won't say why he isn't. She still won't answer questions about the dog. I guess I'm just going to get this. Nope, I'm going to leave that one because that <laughs> okay. it comes into play later. We're going to learn about the dog later. Fucking leave it alone, Zach. Yeah, don't, don't talk about the dog till it happens. That's right. Okay. Uh, I don't even know. Honestly. Anyways, that's their backstory. Julia basically goes to all of the characters, talks to all of them. I get about a million more flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the son Jesse pervs on her real hard. That's a That was not great. He just hits on her a lot and is just being... An 18-year-old kid who sees a really pretty woman, and it's very annoying. I didn't like it. It's Real weird. I can see why. It was like all the things in the Dresden File book that you didn't like, but out loud. Does he it? didn't keep them inside. Those weren't thoughts that he kept to himself. Did it's it too, work? It's too young. No! Oh. <laughs> She's overtly disgusted by him. Wild. <laughs> 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 okay, okay. Uh, so... There's a lot of her going around talking to all the family members, and I keep expecting, like, these really interesting conversations, and instead you get flashbacks, and then they're just like, oh, I don't really want to talk to you, and then they just go away. And her job is pretty much to kind of take her information back to the court and say, this is what I think is in the best interest of Anna. Yes. Like, is Anna doing what... She truly wants to do what is right is she for being her. manipulated by her mother. Right. right. So that's why she's right. doing all this. And then she kind of formulates her opinion, writes it all up yep. for the judge. And so to me, that was like a huge part of the book. Even I remember that it from is. that long ago. So for it not being in the movie. Yeah. No, uh, there's she doesn't come up. Campbell is comes is in the movie like three times when he's introduced the first time he's in court for like a minute, and then he's in the final court case. Uh, yeah, he, Ju- he has no backstory. We there's a fun note that he says he successfully sued God, quote unquote. That does a, happen in the book. In a in a court case, but and that's then pretty much what's all the ninety one percent? Oh, he has ninety one percent success rate. Oh yeah, and Anna's always like ninety. And always has ninety success rate, and he always, always like corrects ninety one percent. I think that happens maybe once in the book. That's it happens twice. Commercials. At least twice, two, maybe three times. Anyways, maybe. Uh, yeah, so Anna is kind of our outside of this family perspective. That's actually like a balanced view on what's going on. You mean Julia? Julia, yes. Anna's none of those things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> God, not. the plainest names in the world. All of them. Just to, Alexander Cam- or Campbell Alexander is the only one whose name's a little odd, and it's just because they put the first and last I name know, backwards. I know. I was gonna say, yeah, it's really, weird when somebody's first name is Campbell because to me that's like all, yeah. A last and, they, name. and they really flipped him for me. I was they like, comment. That's, uh, that's one of the things that Anna uh, makes fun of him about is that his first name and last name are. They should be the other way around. They never mention it in the movie. It just happens. Yeah, I feel like in the book, at least, and I only saw the movie once in theaters when it initially came out, but in the book, like, they kind of develop kind of like a sweet relationship. Like, the lawyer kind of softens up. Yeah. I feel like he was kind of, like you said, he's kind of a dickbag at first, but he does, like, he kind of. Like respects her, like he, he becomes, relates like, to her. In like invested in this because he truly cares about the little kid, and I feel like yeah, in the movie she, he didn't get that at all. 
No, like he was invested in it for and was friendly to her pretty much the whole time. The whole time. You, but you didn't really know why until until the, until until the very the, end. And then you find out why. Until the close to the end. And then mm. you realize why. Then, then there's a reason yeah. why. But uh so there's and a lot of that going on. She moves uh <laughs> Uh, the second time, uh, the, the the Campbell finds out that the mother has tried talking to uh, Anna about the case at home, like trying to get her to drop the case. Like, we're just going to stop this. Uh, and so th- they get called in front of the judge again. And the mother basically admits, like, yeah, I talked to my daughter about it yesterday. And he was like, okay, cool. You just openly admitted to me in front of the judge that you violated a court order. Like, if... Let me make this clear. If this happens again, I will like I will have you disbarred and possibly imprisoned. Doesn't and, happen. Never yeah. wants a concern. He's just like, <laughs> like, because she's like, yeah, Anna said she dropped the case, and he's like, why would you tell me you talked to her about the case? You know you weren't supposed to do that. You idiot. It's been two days. <laughs> God, she's so dumb. Yeah, I want to say annoying. the movie takes place over. Two, Three days. Two like weeks in the book. Fucking word, the mothers. The first, it's a week from when it starts till the court case, and then the court case is three days. Yeah. I just wanted to uh, reach through the TV for most of the movie and slap her. <laughs> yeah, we get to, when we get to the beach scene, Multiple I was times really upset with the mom. In one sitting across the, the beach. Face. Yeah, the beach scene. Okay, well, I'm going to have to hear about... I'm going to learn about something myself, I guess. <laughs> the beach scene, Zach. You don't know about the beach scene? I don't. It was a really big part in the movie. Should we go over it now or later? Oh, that comes let, up let me, later. Yeah, let me That's a later get problem. a little bit farther. So, Brian, the dad, Not is like... Later. I'm kind of... Like, <laughs> I can tell that this is getting real hard on Anna. So, he takes Anna to the fire station. He's like, you can stay here with me. We won't go home. Like, you'll have your space here until the court case. Uh, and they hang out on the roof. Anna's full name is Andromeda. She was named after the constellations, which the dad loves looking at. We didn't get that. Andromeda? We didn't get that. Yeah, and her short for we Andromeda. We did go to the fire station. We didn't we see did. the fire station. Just didn't go to the roof. Just hung out with the guys. Yep. Uh, there's yeah. a lot more, like, there's a lot of depth showing that, like, Brian is really trying to do better uh, of making sure that Anna is also cared for. Uh and he definitely notes, like, every time his chapter comes around, he starts noticing when Jesse's not around or leaves during conversations. Doesn't and nobody else notices. Literally, he's the one person it specifically says doesn't notice he's around. Oh. Or doesn't notice he's not around. I, I don't think the mother at any point in the entire book even remembers Jesse fucking exists. I don't think the mom and Jesse <laughs> talk till the end of the book. Or until the end of the movie. Uh, I'm going to get a lot of... The no dad and Jesse's story yeah. out of the way because it doesn't really tie into the court case. Okay. Uh, Jesse's the backstory, the big reveal you guys are waiting for, his hobby. Uh, Jesse's a fucking arsonist. What? Jesse paints in the movie. <laughs> He's an artist. He's an artist. Uh, yeah, Jesse is a fucking artist. He writes his initials in uh, essentially an explosive liquid that he's made and uses to burn down abandoned buildings. Which is interesting because his father is a firefighter. That's why he does it. Yeah, yeah. Because he learned the, all of this stuff from his dad. Who was that guy that br- uh, made the fires? Backdraft? Just what? so they could get called and go to put them out. He was a firefighter. 
Uh, There's not uh, a name coming I to mind. I do not know. I don't know. No, I, 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 I've heard of a thing like that before. That wasn't but, a lot yeah. to go on. I feel like... Um, not really, no. Yeah. Maybe research it sometime. But uh, <laughs> essentially, like, it'll there's come, several chapters... Later. We'll okay. get back to it. Yeah, there's okay. several chapters where Next Jesse week. goes out. He has a bunch of, like, materials that he hides under a bridge with, like, this homeless guy. Uh, and he basically is like the homeless guy watches my stuff and I bring him McDonald's like three times a week. That's our deal. Jesse's mentioned once in my notes and it's just Jesse runs away question This is mark. my favorite part of the story. It's just references Jesse runs away question mark and then two lines later Jesse comes back and no one notices. <laughs> <laughs> I mean this is accurate. Like again, Why did Jesse come back? Jesse, <laughs> I didn't know why he ran away. Like In the course of the story I think Jesse burns down like successfully like 20 buildings does not get caught until the vi- like his dad it constantly keeps investigating these and towards the end of one of the fires uh, or the second to last fire Jesse does he takes uh, the homeless guy with him because he's like Kate's going through a really bad time and he because of the court case he's the only one who's been with her mm. uh, and so like he goes to do the stuff and he's like hey Dan you want to uh, you come with me this time like, and Dan's like, sure. And he's just like, I just wanted to not be alone tonight. Like, it didn't matter who I was hanging out with. And while he's burning the building down, uh, Dan starts crying. And he's like, the rat lives there. And uh, The rat? Yeah. And Jesse's like, dude, it's fine. I've done a bunch of these. The rats always get out. Like, they just oh, no, like they, they know to get away. And he's like, that's where the rat, he had the, like, the newspaper clipping of JFK. And he's like, oh, shit, he means the rat's a real person. And so he runs in and pulls them out. Like, he does the full fireman thing, burns his hand up real bad, but he gets the guy out and runs off when he sees the fire department coming. Hmm. And so that gets him real bad. Like, he apparently doesn't learn any lesson from this. This is just in the book. Because he then burns down part of an elementary school. It's summer, so there's nobody there. But That's not really how life tends to work. Actually. really burned hand? Nope. That's a great example. Be neglected real hard. Yeah. Uh, And the dad uh, realizes at this one that, like, this is all news to me. This is all. I know, which is why I'm really having a lot of fun. Hmm. Uh, So the dad comes to the uh, elementary school one, and, like, uh, Jesse has left a cigarette at this one. And he was like, he notices that that's the brand his kid uses. And then he's like, uh, when one of his when his guys are leaving, Caesar and Red are like, "Hey, this window here, like by the front, like we didn't break this one." And the dad's like, "Okay, I wasn't gonna make you pay for it." And he's like, "I know, but like we didn't do this. This was broken when we got here." Uh, and he was like, "Well, this like he's looking at. It, he's like, this fire wouldn't have burned without like a air current to like get it going." And he's like, "Which meant that they had to know enough about fire dynamics to like make that happen." And so, like, later, he, like, he puts those together, and he's like, that's really weird. And he goes home and looks for Jesse, and he's looking around the apartment. And because of, like, what happened with Dan, he has the stuff at home. Oh, little slip-ups will get you. Oh, yep. shit. It's so like he, after the 10th or 11th one, you forget where you put left the crowbar. The wrench. But, yeah, I yeah. know. I, I had the same <laughs> thought in my mind. But, yeah. Was it wrench uh, or crowbar? It was a wrench. Pretty sure it's wrench. And so the dad confronts Jesse. Uh... And eventually gets him to admit to it. And eventually, like, like they have, like, a nice moment where Jesse starts crying. And he was like, this is all I could do. And then and he's it, like, I'm going to have to take you in. Well, he has a, like, the dad has kind of a flashback of the day that Kate got diagnosed. And them finding out that Jesse couldn't be a donor. 
is. And they're like, they're useless Jesse was, essentially it was, but Jesse got told that he couldn't save his sister's life. And there wasn't anything he could do. Oh, and no, he's right. carried that since he was four. There's well, one other thing we know about Jesse. That. He's dyslexic. That doesn't come up. That's mentioned book. one time. That doesn't come they up. They send him book. to a special camp so he can learn how to read. And then that's it. Does not happen in the book. Yeah, he went to summer school. What a weird thing to add. <laughs> <laughs> that's All the subtractions. This is what we wanted to book. That's how they represented him. Kate was like talking about how the rest of her family was neglected because of her cancer. And she was like... They ne- they didn't spend they spent too much time on me. They didn't even realize he was dyslexic until they sent him to camp. You know, there are some wild differences in this like story between the book and the movie. And to me, it's crazy that they didn't just cut Jesse out completely. Right? <laughs> like why? <laughs> they not? barely cut Julia. <laughs> yeah. Like why not just take him out? If you're gonna take Julia out, you should yeah, take like, and Jesse Jesse's out. Jesse's story is great. Take Jesse. Take like because like, like, in the end, he was like the dad's like. Like, I never realized, like, the fine line for him of just being, like, being told you couldn't help anyone, like, in his head that flipped to, like, the only thing I can do, I don't, the mom. Actually, because I I thought it was really weird in the end when they're talking about, like, how everyone's changed after Kate's death. They were like, Jesse got his life together and got a degree. What? Oh, man. And I was like, <laughs> what do you mean Jesse got his life together? Jesse seemed fine. And they're like, he got okay. an art note. Well, there's a small <laughs> slip that I'm going to have to cut it. There's a snip, snip back. There's a you're going to need to do. And you're going to have to pull it together. Oh, my fucking God. So let's just continue on. Okay, so the dad realizes essentially Jesse's mind flipped that <laughs> all he could do was destroy. And so that's why he was doing this. And he's like... He's not like, I'm not going to turn him in. He's like, I know it's nepotism, but it's family. I'm not. Like, I'll make sure he never does it again, but, like, I'm not turning him in for this. We've already fucked him enough. Yeah. Uh, So that's the, most of Jesse and the dad's backstory is kind of, that's the culmination of all, like, the fire side backstories. Okay. Uh, So we move forward. There's a handful of stuff. The parents are kind of on the rocks, but they're getting back together just before the court case really Tank and Campbell's argument because he thought that the dad was going to side with Anna and then he doesn't. Hmm. The dad isn't a part of the court case. Everyone's a part of the court Attracts, case. In this. I guess. Oh, they're all a part of it in a way. Uh, so we finally get Even to... in the movie, Caleb. Oh, I'm sorry. The final three seconds That's of it. That's in the courtroom. So we finally get to <laughs> the court case. fucking cake. explosion. So we finally get to the court case. There's an explosion. There is not an explosion. Not a literal explosion. Oh. Yeah, Jesse is an arsonist, but only for three seconds. No, that doesn't happen. (laughs) So we finally get to the court case. And okay, this, can is I, this when... Can I, I track yeah. yeah. oh, yeah, the beginning of mine to the court case? Yes, sure. yes, yes. All right. All right. Yeah, let's do this, Caleb. So my notes start with the family gets served. <laughs> <laughs> you went over that quite some time ago. <laughs> We're yeah. way past that. I'm aware. I just want to point out, He's there is be... not much that happens We're breaking this, this into three parts. Yeah. That's what we've decided now. Uh, pre-subpoena, subpoena to court case, court case to end. Um... See, the family gets served. There, that's barely talked about. Like the mom's a bitch. The mom's a the bitch about it. it. Her sister, Aunt Aunt Kelly, Kelly is there. Suzanne. is there a lot with the family and for her sister through like 
most of the doesn't movie. have a lot of lines though. Doesn't have a lot of lines, but Just she's there for, for moral support. Honestly, and is usually the kids. telling her sister that she's wrong and then siding with her anyways. She told her that. Uh, it's out weird. Loud one time that I remember. She was like, "You shouldn't be Towards doing this, end. but I'm your sister, and I'll stick with you through it the whole time." And I'm like, "What the fuck's wrong with you? I'm you're wrong, but I got your back. We'll make your sister pay, or your daughter pay." Um, what the fuck? Is that the vibe? That we're no, it no. was. Oh, okay. that's not the vibe. I'm just not being a fucking fool. Jesus. <laughs> Uh, it's a weird jump cut. There's not much in between the family gets served, and then it jumps to Sarah shaving her head so that Kate's feel better because she says she's ugly. And then it's weird. The next scene, the mom has a full head of hair. They, That's she, a flashback. Is That's, it? Yes. There's no re- there's no sign. Her, of her Anna and Kate, or her and Anna yeah. shave their heads to match Kate so they can go to the, the mall. Even at the end of the movie, when she in the book she does. Anna doesn't shave it, and it doesn't. To me, I never caught that it was a flashback. Yeah, Anna doesn't uh, shave her hair in the movie. All right, keep going. I never caught it was a flashback. Anyways, might not have been. Uh, <laughs> end of the movie. He said caught it as a. Even flashback. at the end of the movie, her the mom's hair is literally like just past her ear. Yeah, but through the rest of the movie, she has a full head of hair. Flashbacks. She shaved her head. Okay. All right, all right. Let's keep going. We flashed out. We figured, we figured out. this part out. Yeah, <laughs> we got to figure it out, but Caleb. He's, he's now is accepting that it was a flashback. I, don't I know think, that was a flashback. I don't think we can hammer it home any harder. So maybe just let it go. Should I cut a flashback into this episode? Just pour part of another episode right here? Just so you guys can feel what it's like to not get the block. <laughs> just truly not understand. Snip, snip, sack. I guess there is the Sarah shaves her head. They go to the park. They have a great time taking pictures in a photo booth. Uh, then they, they jumps to... Sarah and uh, Campbell talking to the judge to Salvo, who is actually played by Joan Cusack. Oh, uh, cool. that's when we learn Joan Cusack has the daughter. They talk about whether they're going to go through with this case. They never mention that the mom living with the daughter or the fact that they're related. And is there's be no a problem. Guardian ad litem. That gets never assigned. mentioned. They just are like, "Are we going through with this?" Yeah. And then the it's weird. Ju- uh, the judge is like, "I want to speak to Anna," and then they cut to her talking, there's no audio, and then the judge leaves. And they never say what they talked about, but the case goes through. And they, they, we jump through the rest of the movie until the last 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh? And Caleb in the movie, or I guess Caleb and Issa, what yeah. does, what is the outcome of the court case? What's the uh, uh, We'll do the court cases, I guess, part three, and then we'll yeah. let them do the end. He stopped first, just okay. before they, they got okay. into the actual. Wait, what case. happened with the. Should we talk about the beach part? That's, oh, yeah. That's oh, a yeah, little bit later. Is it but, later? Yeah. I can't quite. I guess I. It is. How it the is fuck a is it later? later? It's. Well, well so. Yeah. It jumps from them meeting there to the hospice talk, and then you have the flashback of, uh, of Taylor. And then from Taylor, it goes to Jesse running away, and no one notices. But then Jesse comes back. God, your notes are the best part of this. (laughs) I'm sure we lost. I don't even remember the movie I watched this morning now. I remember it. There was nothing. That's what I'm saying, is it doesn't make sense. (laughs) So the funny part is, I don't remember Jesse running away. I I do remember remember him trying to catch a bus late at night. And he misses the bus, and no. the guy won't open it. He's like, oh, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, so before that, though, he gets on There the was bus. supposed to be a difference between what me, what I learned today, and what Caleb and Asa learned today. There wasn't supposed to be a difference between what Caleb and Asa learned. 
I want the audience to no, know no, they okay. watched okay. the same Funny movie. Part, let me finish. He gets home. Late at, it's still dark, right? So I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah, yes. And he walks in, and then the father's coming down the stairs putting his coat on, and he was like, oh, hey, what are you doing? Can't sleep? And he's like, nope, couldn't sleep. He's just walking through the door. The father's like, oh, yeah. I'm going to the hospital to spend the night with them. Um, As Jesse is walking in, he's Kate, like, the family's going to be me? so mad at me. And he's all... And then he was like, So in the movie, no. does Jesse live in the house, or Anyways, does he live in the he garage? He just lives in the house, it seems. Never noticed. Okay. So well, I was just saying he like the Jesse thinks they're gonna be mad and then no, it's fine. Okay. Dude. So I just want to clarify. Okay, I'm so at this point in the book, we're up to the court case. Mm-hmm. So what do we need to know to get us to the court case? Because it sounds like the beach is later. Is it later? So the than beach the court comes case? right after Je- Jesse doesn't run away. It's not what it says in the movie. I just thought that's what was happening. Because he just Why gets on a bus. All right, all right, let's leave the, that part's dead to us. Well, never talk like, about him running away again. Like I'm never going to mention Jesse again. <laughs> <laughs> if he ran, he just like the movie. <laughs> he might have run away. I just didn't notice. No, I just thought Because I didn't care enough about it. <laughs> hey, so we just killed this topic. It's dead. <laughs> I just thought that's what was happening. <laughs> Why'd you bring it up again? Okay, you, should I just do the court case? Get us to the court case. I want to hear about the beach. There's nothing that happens. It's only flashbacks, as far as I can tell. Well, tell us they about go the beach. to the beach. Is the beach after the court case? No, it's just after Jesse, quote unquote, runs away. Okay, that's what no, I'm trying to say. It's from that to that. Okay, Jesse gets on a bus, disappears. It flashes to a beach scene, which had to have been a flashback because Jesse's in it. Okay, then yeah. So okay. and the sun's out. It's I was a thinking day. about when the father took her. Yes, that's what's happened. <laughs> it was not a flashback. All right, what? so you should... <laughs> actually happened. Uh, enough of this. I'm <laughs> aggressively so, drawing a line. So Tell us about the beach. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it was flashback well, it was or real present. time. I don't care. Just tell me about the beach. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> you want to tell them about no, the beach? No, you tell them about the beach. I don't want to talk us. about Caleb the beach. Caleb has done most of the talking here. It's time so, to pull your weight. <laughs> well, I always forget what the fuck her name was. Um, the truly Anna was never Kate. an indication yeah, of a flashback or not. So Kate's in the hospital, and the father goes to see her, and the the nurse that's there is like, or he's like, how's she doing? She's like, she's doing all right, but he's like, it's so weird. She keeps talking about wanting to go to the beach. And the father's like, oh, all right, like, Interesting. So it goes to the doctor and was like, hey, like, she's been talking about going to the beach. Like, could I just take her to the fucking beach? And the doctor's like, really, like, no, I shouldn't let you take so her to the hospital. So many germs at the beach. But it's, she's like, she's so far, like, she's been through so much. She's only got this much time left. Like, it's not going to fucking hurt. If she wants to go to the beach, like, I'm not going to say anything. Take her to the beach. And if you're back by seven, like... I might even be here to, you know, no one will know. Anyways, takes her with the other two kids, Jesse and Anna, mm-hmm. in the car, go to the house, grab their beach shit. Grown adult Jesse. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the mother is there and is like, oh, in the house. Like, oh, what are you doing? And the kids are like, oh, we're going to the beach. Comes out, fucking loses her shit on her husband like you're killing her blah 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 you're such an asshole if you take her to the beach we're getting divorced
divorced, and he's all, looks like we're getting divorced, bitch. Does this actually happen? Yes. Get to the oh. If you take her to the meet, you're killing her, we're getting a divorce, and the father says, okay, and gets in the car. All right. Away. Yeah. The father turns to the kids and says, we're getting divorced, kids. Get in the car. We're going to the beach. And they're like, yeah. They get in the car. And they go have a fun time. So he jumps in and she's all reaching through the window. Give me the keys. You're killing her. And he's all starts it up, backs out. He, he, takes a, he literally threw her at one point, right? She goes to grab him, and he does a spin, and she falls oh, yeah, to the ground. He, like, he walks her, he away. Her and she's, she's there is no judo in, in my book. <laughs> she falls over, and <laughs> no he walks away. Yeah. No domestic anyway, abuse. <laughs> that was the point of the movie where I was like, all right, the dad's not gr- a great guy, but he's doing a good he's thing trying. now. He's trying. He's trying. Yeah. He's trying to actually be like, you know what? I realize... You're sick and dying, and you want to go to the beach. I'm taking you to the fucking beach to have one good day before you fucking die. And to say how terrible the mom is, she opens the door to pull Kate out, and Kate's crying, like, no, I want to go to the beach. And she's like, look at how upset you made Kate, trying to rip her out of the car. Well, Kate's like, don't touch me. She's like, look at how upset you're making our daughter. Get out of the car, Kate. You're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> and the father just backs up with her like in the window still, and is like, it leaves, to nearly leave. runs her over. And they're having a great time at the beach. Wow. That's a long walker. They're having a great time at the beach. Playing you know, football. Sean, the father's like sitting next to the um, cave. Hey. And they're having, she's smiling, laughing, watching the other two. And then like the mom and her sister and come up, Kelly. like pull up in their vehicle and come up and like everything's all fine. Sarah kisses the mom. Sarah, kiss, or Sarah kisses Brian and, is, and that's it. They're made up. Yeah. This doesn't so happen in divorce. They don't get a divorce. a divorce. No more divorce. <laughs> they just kiss on the beach and it's fine. But for a minute, I was pretty proud of Brian. Me too. I was for like, being yeah. like, for putting his foot you. Like, we know she's dying. And at one what point, uh, maybe it was later on, the sister was like, to her sister. Uh, okay. Sarah. Uh, Ke- Kelly did tell Kara, or to, did tell she was Sarah. like, you know that I'm here for you and have been along this whole thing. But it's time. Yeah, she's like, you think... And, and you then think Sarah was like, fucking no, it isn't. She's not going to die. So... And I then the, went back to court. Don't yeah. recall, but if she doesn't get this kidney, what is, like, her timeline? Uh, uh, like, a week, maybe two? Oh, okay. Yeah, so. not even, like, a month. And then what's like, her overall prognosis? Like Fucking death. Uh, so... In the book, if she, does, she, has she a, should have died by the age of, like, seven at the latest. Okay, like, right. five years was an extreme lifespan for her. Okay. The fact that she's made it to 16 is a miracle. Okay, gotcha. All right. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm Caleb, gonna, is there anything more prior to the court case? Yeah, this does not, that did not happen in like the book. Like, if you've got any more little None of that. gems like that, we'd love to hear it. No. <laughs> We, that was sweet. After the beach. <laughs> oh, that was one of the best parts. I after mean, it was a long like, build-up. was a great time. To yeah. get to the beach, but I'm glad we got there. <laughs> I've tried... One it's, of the most vicious battles we've ever been okay, in on this show. I have three lines. <laughs> Do you have notes about the beach? Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. I was trying to get there. It's three lines, and I said, we go from here to here, and you guys like, what's in the middle? And I was like, nothing. We go from here to here. And you're like... We thought you well, were going into the court yeah. case. No. I said, I this is all before the court case. And I was like, we go from here to here. And you're like, well, why'd you bring that back up again? And I was like, because we just go from here to here. There's nothing in the you middle. You kind of made it sound like that, that was now. ahead of, or that was beyond the court case. 
I don't know if you I'll guys play the audio back, I motherfucker. I, said, I don't know. I, this whole time it's I purchased. It's not important. Can I get up to the corner? It's I don't know. not important. I, Monday when I edit this episode, I'm going to let you know. It's not important, Caleb. I'm going to throw that you, laptop out Can you window. read some more <laughs> of your notes to us? I, There's not much more. It goes from the beach scene to the court case. Oh, okay. I don't know if the listeners can tell, but I would just like to say I think Caleb's getting a little worked up. You guys are getting a little heated over there. He's talking really fast and loud. And Get I'm getting a little nervous. Get a little um, <laughs> time's gonna go out the window. But hopefully we can make it through the rest of this and no one gets hurt. Okay, how about I take... I'll, I'll take let, let me... Let Look us, how upset you're <laughs> making my brother. <laughs> let Zach take the wheel for a little bit and we'll uh, we'll wander back into your your guys' courthouse in a second. Okay, so Zach, we're at the court case. And this is where has Julia provided the judge with her findings or is she going to testify She goes last. That? She testifies okay. last. But that's what she's going to yeah. do here. Uh, okay. So all three of them. So there, there's a full three-day court case. Uh, first, like, there's a couple of interviews. Like, uh, he interviews the dad and is upset to discover that the dad ultimately sides with the mother and is like, no, I I think that, you know, she we should keep trying to save Kate. Like, I thought when she was younger that Kate wasn't going to make it and we should just take her home. She should die where at home with her family. And the mother pushed for the treatment, and Kate somehow made it through. Uh, and he's like, I don't want to be wrong like that again, so I think we should keep trying. Uh, the He brings in the uh, doctor of the ethics board of the hospital. And this is one of the big moments that I really liked for Campbell. Is he's sitting there, and they're talking about, he's like, so what are all the rules for, like, the ethics board? Uh, like, and they're talking about how, like, you know, you know, we have to make sure everything's in the best interests. If someone wants a really extreme treatment and they shouldn't take it, or if the doctor wants it and the parents don't, like, we look at all the stuff and we make recommendations. And they're talking about it. And he's like, well, have you ever had any of those for Anna? And he's like, no, she's not a patient here. And he's like, I have, like, 400 pages of medical records for here. What do you mean she's not a patient at your hospital? Like, she has spent more time in that hospital than she has at home. How can you say she's not a patient? And they're, they're, Yeah, they're going Campbell. through this, and he's like, you know, like, a lot of, like, our job is to make sure that, like, even with, like, new medicine, uh, like, that we're not just treating people like human experiments, like, that they're not just guinea pigs that we're abusing and torturing, because, like, there's been a lot of history of that in, you know, the medical profession. And he's like, well, with all this in this, uh, with all that in, the, uh, in place, he's like, how the hell did Anna Fitzgerald fall through the cracks? That's a good question. Yeah. What do they say to that? Uh, I don't remember what the mother asks him. I think they just kind of gloss over it. Uh, Seems like she was a bit of an experiment. Yeah, I think that was his point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, sure. they have some good moments there. Uh, shit, who else goes on trial? I'm trying to remember. Julie goes up and gives her recommendation that she on she's like i honestly don't know yeah so julie is like i've never like ha- done one of these before and couldn't come to a decision for you even though like i know that's my job but like it's clear that like she loves her family that she's trying to do this but like there's no way she could ever be impartial with how her life's been i don't know if she can take care of them or not like uh the mom calls the their doctor dr chance forward he's essentially always been pro any of the treatments essentially he's like i'd never thought the harm to anna was enough to warrant not trying to save kate 
And he was like, well, what did Kate get in return for all of these medical treatments that you took stuff for? And she's like, she got to keep her sister. Are you talking about Anna? Yeah. Sorry. Anna got to keep her sister. Yeah, Anna got to keep her sister. That's what she got for all these treatments. And thus far... We haven't ever really gotten Kate's point of view. It's just people talking about her. No, she talks a little bit throughout the course of the book, mostly just to Anna or like little stuff, the moments with Taylor. But we never get, we, we okay. I do not get a Kate chapter until the absolute last chapter of the book. Okay. So in the court case, they keep trying to take like, take it back to Kate and how she feels and how Anna was helping her and the judge is like, what's his name there? Uh, Anna's Campbell. judge. Campbell. is like, this is not about Kate. This is about Anna. That's he does why have we're to here. That like, back. they literally, he like, literally has to bring them back from fucking Kate and how she was helping Kate or doing this for Kate, like, mm-hmm. yeah. multiple times and he's always like, this isn't about Kate. Like, what do you do you think this oh, was best yes, for Anna? You. Like, Anna has like, the do you right think to say, this was no, best for Anna? And then she do. was like, well, yeah. she was doing it to save her sister. And they were like, but was it right for her to have to go through that at fucking five years old and be... Yeah. And is it right to force her to do it now if she's yeah. saying she doesn't want to? Yeah, and during the court case, yeah. is Kate in the hospital? Yes. yes. Okay, she's so she's like not present. She's pretty much always So I, I thank you, Ace. I forgot that the mother was one of the ones who got called up because mm-hmm. she's essentially a witness in something that she is a lawyer to. Yes. And the judge is like, we're really waving our hands at this one. It's a family court, the... so I'm, I'm playing a little fast and loose, but I will absolutely hammer you. Yeah, actually, it's funny. The judge at one point, the... What is it called? The, the guardian ad litem? Oh, they didn't have no, one of those. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, the bailiff is like, should I get him out of here talking about Jesse? Because he's like making things like, should I get him out of here? And the judge is like, no, this is interesting. <laughs> oh, wait, did we go over What was part? he doing? Not yet. We haven't uh, covered our... Yeah, uh, so... We haven't covered our... That doesn't happen in the... I can tell whatever you're talking about doesn't come up in the book. Uh, this so, is one of the main parts of the movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Jesse's main part, for sure. Yes. <laughs> You'll get your time soon enough. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, he interviews the mother and again, like you said, she keeps being like, well, Kate needed this. And he's like, well, I didn't ask you about Kate. And she's like, well, Kate was in the hospital. He's like, again, I didn't ask you where Kate was. I want to know where Anna was. What happened to Anna? And it keeps going through this. Yeah. Basically like, like catches her in deadlock multiple times and being like, you didn't think about Anna once, did you, while you were doing this? So she was fine. She wanted to help. Mm-hmm. And she's, she's like, like, you told was, her to. It's like she was three years old. Did she say she wanted to help Kate? She do. Yeah, like Whoa. he's going through it. And she's like, so when she no. was six and she needed the, uh, yeah. like, Luke something sites or whatever. And she was like, uh, did she want to do it? And she was like, no. I mean, like, but what little kid doesn't like getting stuck with needles? And she was like, he was like, okay, that's kind of fine. But the second time when she now knew what was going to happen, did she sit still and take the needle? Like, to save her sister, or did she scream and cry and say she didn't want to do it? She was like, because my notes say here that they had to hold her down to do it. Two nurses helping. And, then, and she was like, nurses, and so at this point, we knew that it wasn't helping, and that Anna didn't want to do this. And he's like, so what happened the third time you needed those, did we draw blood again? You did, didn't you? You bitch. Like, at any point in the book, like, does it ever come to, like, Sarah's point of view? Like, does she ever start to think, like, oh, maybe I... She does start coming around, especially towards briefly. the end of the court case. She's super briefly. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's pretty close to the end where she... For a split second, she's like, 
Maybe. No, no. Kate. <laughs> Kate needed it. For a brief moment, she Fuck goes, Anna. you take Kate entirely out of the equation. Yes, I went too far. Yes, she did admit that. <laughs> she did admit that in the movie court case. If Kate didn't right. exist, yes, I went too far so, making her do all this. But Kate days. does exist, right. and she's her sister. She has to... Yeah, that's pretty her. much exactly she how it goes. obligation. So, pretty third much. day, uh, it, it's, at this point, uh, nothing. He's like, oh, your dad didn't uh, side with us. He's like, Julia couldn't, like, hammer this. Like, you got to take the stand, Anna. Like, I know you don't want to. Like, she's actively not wanted to do this up to this point. And she finally relents and does it. Uh, is that not really super awkward if her mom is the one questioning her? It's extremely. It that's weird. why she doesn't want to do yeah. it. She yeah. does. She's like... Like, you reveal from Anna's point of view, she's like, I wasn't afraid that, like, you know, like, to talk it. She was like, I was afraid I'd say too much. Because uh, she gets up on oh, the yes, stand. Yes. Okay. And a bitch he's, he's talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Seriously. Uh, and Fuck she's that. talking to, or uh, Campbell's questioning her about all this stuff. And he was like, where did you get the idea to come to me in the first place? Like, who convinced you to stop being a donor? And he was, she's like, Kate did. And this is when we learn about the suicides. Does this happen in the movie? No. Uh, we never see Campbell interview her, only the mom. And she it is revealed Kate told her to stop being a donor. Not, yeah, we that, learned that, not from Anna, though. Yeah, Kate, not after me. trying to commit suicide, asks Anna to stop Anna. being we'll her donor. Yeah. Uh, okay. We'll get to it, but not from Anna. We That's revealed. Okay. We'll tell but, so while he, this is happening, like the dog is barking. Like Judge is, The dog named Judge is freaking out. And he's like, stop, like, I'm trying to talk to, like, ignores his service dog to keep going through the interview and manages to get all of the statement out from Anna before he just fucking blacks out on the floor and has a seizure in front of everybody. A little different. Brian does, uh, like, uh, basically fireman, paramedic stuff to save him. The dog gets him, uh, you know, don't bite through your own tongue bone. He's like, oh, it really was a service dog. <laughs> Yeah. They, he is eventually forced to reveal to Julia the reason that he left all those years ago is he basically got the day after the day before graduation he got in a car wreck and has had these seizures ever since and he's like I never knew when like the la it was going to be the last one the doctors could never figure it out and he's like I didn't want to drag your life down with it hmm. huh. but he's hmm. been fairly successful it sounds like it turns out yeah, yeah. but like Every time it's come up, like, he's always immediately gone as soon as the dog ever nuzzled his hands. And it's because he's always trying to get off, essentially off screen so that he can have the seizure. Um, like, he apparently, he has them in almost every chapter he's in. Did he ask um, for a recess? Not. Oh <laughs> normally he would have. <laughs> but in this instance. He was really going. Yeah, like, he wanted, it was more important to him Anna to finish Anna's testimony oh. than to. Oh, no, yeah. Was, okay, yeah. so yeah. that's kind of the end of the. The examination. The yeah. The uh, in the end, the judge is like, okay, after hearing everything, and especially from Anna, he's like, I've decided to award Anna, like, medical, uh, right. yeah. And he's like, and essentially, gave. he's like, I'd like Mr. Campbell to remain as, like, her power of her attorney for, like, we'll handle her power of attorney from here on out until she's 18. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And is Campbell in the hospital now too? No, he just gets back up and goes back yeah, in. Yeah, he's fine. He's he gets, he's he's like mentions he's like struggling to like be upright, but he sticks it out. The judge asks him and ours like, "Are you sure you don't need that recess?" And he's like, "No, we're fine." He looks. There's a lot of stuff rough. that he the judge rough. should not have let happen. No, I mean you wouldn't just get back up for procedure like that and be like, "Okay, well, it was just a little." Ep- ep- I think it took him a few hours, but thing. it was still the same oh, okay. day. Oh, okay. Okay. They so, wanted this done same day. So let's go back to the court case in the movie. Yeah. Okay. So it starts with Campbell questioning Sarah. There's not much to it. She does eventually realize she maybe took it too far if Kate didn't exist. Yes. I did do too much to Anna, but Kate does exist. So it was all worth it. I'm okay. a mother. I have to... Care. I have to think about my entire family, not just Anna. We cut to Jesse sitting on the roof. She's all who? <laughs> well, that those were those from her. Hey, where's Jesse? Word for word, <laughs> sitting on oh, the roof. Sorry, yeah, I, that was a, that was. <laughs> yeah, the, I know. That was that was doing a bit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where the fuck he was. I don't give a shit. <laughs> no one. Who's Jesse? Who the fuck is Jesse? <laughs> he ran away. He's all the fucking. Jesse? I have a third kid. Never heard of her. <laughs> He's your oldest. He's on a bus. He's the second probably. oldest in this universe. <laughs> okay. Uh, now he's sitting on the roof. Uh, he tears up a picture he drew of Kate and lets it blow away into the wind. Uh, he's a really good artist. He really is. He did show her this painting early on. We didn't talk about it. He but did it show said, it to her. He took it back and was like, and she was like, "Oh, this is beautiful." And he took it back and was like, "Oh, I'm not quite done with it yet." And, and then he just tears. And up. then he tears it up and the throws top it into the, roof. the wind. Uh, I like book Jesse Wade. After sort of Campbell investigate or talks to the mom, it cuts to like a just a quick break, I guess, in the court case where Kate and Anna are talking on the phone about how it's going, and it's our first kind of hint that yeah, payphone outside. Yeah, yeah, payphone outside. That kind of hints that Kate wanted Anna to do this. She's like, "How's it going?" And Kate's like, "I don't." Or and Anna's like, "I don't want to do this anymore." And Kate's like, "It's going to be fine." Just keep going. You can do it. Just the, keep going. The father comes out and was like, Anna, who are you talking to? And, and, yeah. and gets takes the phone, and Kate doesn't say anything, just hangs out. So Kate's just kind of tired of going through all these trees. So in the herself. book, Kate wants to die. In the book, it is Kate that tells Anna, hey, like, I've had enough. Mm-hmm. So like, same Like, in tell the them. Yeah. And in the movie. Like, tell them that... You don't want to give me your fucking kidney because you want to play soccer and you want to do this shit. Hockey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she was like, she'll never believe me. And then, anyways. Yeah, Kate was like, they will believe you because it's the truth. And Yeah, well, she didn't believe her. She didn't believe her, clearly. There's a court case out of it. Oh, yeah. Tell them about the fucking, what's his name? Yeah, what's the explosion that we heard about? Yeah, Jesse's on the roof. Yeah, so Jesse goes down. from on the roof. They cut to this recess. Jesse's now in the courtroom while Campbell is talking to Kate. Those are pretty much the only two. Kate we or see. Anna? Anna. Okay. Talking to Anna. God, these names. He's just standing at the back all like jittery. Like yeah, he's, he's on ta- drugs, he's, but they do not allude at all. To yeah, he's, he's, he looks he's like he's team. tweaking. The judge is clearly watching him, but like also trying to pay attention to the clear, not ethical case that's happening in front of her as the mom grills her daughter and not even (laughs) questions just like why don't you want to save your daughter she's like I don't want to do it she's like but why don't you want to save your sister and it's like I don't want to do it she's like you're a sister you're sisters you have to do it and I'm like the judge is supposed to like do something about this in the book he does every time Sarah steps out of line he's like you stop now Uh, the judge oh no in the movie it's literally like a family feud it's literally a family screaming at each other Hmm. We, the judge doesn't even tell us who won. We find out from Campbell 
later. <laughs> that and, day and, and is the outcome the same? Yes, the, they, the Campbell Campbell and Anna won. Oh, uh, brief but moment. The, so Jesse. Sorry, brief thing I've forgotten mine real quick. And, uh, the judge does say, he's like, ah, there's someone I want to talk to before the end of the court case, and he does go to the hospital. He to does go Kate. talk to Kate. Oh, okay. She does go talk to Kate. It's a girl in ours. Okay. Pretty sure it's a guy in mine. Not 100%. Okay. So They always he, just say Judge DeSalvo. I'm pretty sure it's a him. Okay. But, yes, Sorry. Jesse is in the courtroom. Jesse's doing tweaker shit. Well, he's just kind of, like, old, nervous. He's had nervous. Had a little whatever he had on the roof there. Tore up his picture. He's emotional. Pacing back and forth a little bit. Yeah. The, and then he, like, when... He starts yelling out because the mom... Wait, it's when the mom's questioning Yeah, the Anna. mom is questioning Anna and is like, you want to save your sister, like, why don't you? And Jesse was like, why don't you just tell her already? She's like, mm-hmm. I'm, he's like, I'm sick of this shit. Why don't you just tell her already? And she's like, no. And she then tell the, me what? Then the dad gets up and starts trying to make Jesse sit down, like, to stop yelling. We're in a courtroom. But the judge is like, let it happen. Oh, the bailiff was like, you want me to stop this? The judge is like, no, this is kind of interesting. Yeah, well, they made the like, judge way worse. This is interesting. <laughs> Very ineffective, I would say. And then, uh, yeah, yeah Jesse's like. They just kind of argue in circles, the mom and the daughter. And then, yeah, Jesse comes up with the dad. And just it was Jesse that hollers out that fucking Kate wanted her to do this. Yeah, or told her to do this because she wants to die. Yeah, Jesse did not know that in the books. <laughs> no, Jesse's like she wants to die, and the mom's like she would have told me, and Dad's like she did tell you. She told you a hundred times. You just didn't listen. That was like the next time the dad was like semi decent. Yeah, yeah. She's told you a bunch of times she well, doesn't the... want to do this shit anymore. Okay, overall, I'm much happier with the book. I didn't like the book. <laughs> is this the end of the court case? Yeah, it, pretty cut, much. it pretty much yeah. cuts. We don't even learn who won at the moment. It just cuts from. Why don't you just take oh, us home? yeah, the the um the seizure part though. Oh, same yes. deal. Same deal. Dog going nuts, and the judge is like, "You need you to can, like you yeah. need to get that dog." Under so it was control. cool when Jesse was freaking out, but no, not, not the service dog. Well, this was this was happening before. No, this was happening while. Because that's why the... Was it while? It was, it was while they were... The family was arguing, and Campbell kept going, Judge, I need a recess. And the judge was like, no, we're in the middle of something. Oh, yeah. Like, while the family's arguing... This is so much worse. Yeah, this is worse in every possible way. Well, before they went off on all of it, the dog was whining. Oh, yeah. And she's and like, I want this done and today. And she was like, does your dog need to go to the bathroom? Or what is going on? He's like, no, it's fine. Like, keep going. And then the dog started going nuts, and then... Like after after the explosions, like so during it, he he walks. He just he, he just walks out of the courtroom. Yeah, he gets. And she was like, "Where are you going? Out. Like, come back!" And he just walks out, walks down the hallway slightly, and collapses in a seizure. Yeah, he collapses in the hallway after trying to. So the difference away. between this movie and the book is that in the book, uh, Campbell knowingly forgoes his own pain to try and see this court case through for his client. And the judges, while upset that there's a dog barking in the court, does responsibly keep everyone in line. And in the movie, you're telling me that they actively ignore the man dying while his surface dog tells him he needs help. Well, he when he fine. asks yeah. if he can go to get recess, well, the dog, they say the no. dog like could sense it was coming, and yeah, so could yeah. he. Yeah. So he, he he did get up and leave the courtroom. But no, yeah, the judge was, was terrible. Late. The judge okay. was absolutely not helping anyone. But yeah, the judge was like, wow. just quiet. Like, does the dog need he to He did judge the salvo dirty. Okay. Yeah, so, that, yeah. 
And then you said the judge goes to talk to Kate. Oh, but he does yes. come back in, and they're like, are you sure you're all right? And he's like, yeah, no, I'm fine. His hair is all fucking messy. His hair's fucked he's up. Sweating. He's sweating. He's like, he yeah. Why did they even keep it in the, board, in the movie? All, yeah, yeah, no, I'm good. And then okay. I forgot. Oh, so, so yeah. When he collapses, it cuts to Anna's narration for a second. It just comes back out of nowhere. <laughs> and it's like, and that's when I learned why Campbell took this case. He didn't have control of his own body. So uh, he just so okay. he fought for me to have the control over mine. Does that come up in the book? No. That sentence? Like they, okay. they bond a little bit over it. Like but they it talk about kind of that deep. they don't like that's not why he did. He doesn't see himself. He did it because he wanted the stuff. Mm-hmm. And he like Julia throughout the course of the book has to constantly be like, she is more like she isn't just a quote unquote client, like she is a person who needs your help. Exactly. You need to see her on that level. Julia doesn't exist. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. That was the only bonding. I'm sorry that one of the most important characters was humanized Campbell. Is when Campbell at the end. Well, the end. Another slightly. But Campbell's dying, and Anna's like, "That's why he helped me, because he was also he. Yeah, he didn't have control of his own body. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Just take us through to the end. And I'm all. Ace is tearing up. Yeah, DeSalvo visits Kate. Okay. We don't know what not they yet, say. Again, it's just again, a, it's just Desalvo visits someone and no, it's the window. I, I actually window. also don't get that because none of the narrators of like the seven of them aren't in that room. Okay. Yeah, Kate is a narrator in this one, but doesn't narrate that conversation. Specifically. You can see her through the window, and you're like, "What are they saying?" And she gets so her hug she, comes out. Yeah, she. Okay, so she just walks out. Walks doesn't past, tell anyone who wins. Walks past the whole family, doesn't say a word, and leaves. And leaves. Okay. We find out later that they won from Campbell. Okay. Um, who doesn't get parental rights of her at any point? No, we're not there yet. Well, it was though. just medical power. It, uh, of it was uh, it was power of attorney for yeah. her. You jump forward. Well, you that, know that, that was though. a slight jump. Yeah. You know that though. I was okay, just saying well, we at one point because Mallory's been asking if they won the court case and yes. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. Uh, I mean, there's not much. Uh, Kate. It jumps to the whole family in Kate's. Uh, Hospital room. They're all kind of talking. Like the about, same night the judge was. Yeah, there. the same night. The whole they're family. All goes the same in. night the court case ended. Pretty much. Yeah. This Anna's one there. They're all there. Yep. Together. Everyone's okay. there in the aunt room. Aunt and uncle, I believe. That's, mm-hmm. Aunt and uncle. Which are fucking stupid. They're uncle? all. They're all. Kids. We don't learn who the uncle's name is. No, he's just there. I don't know who they are. Doesn't exist. They must real. be family. But they're Fake all news. just like Kate. You're gonna be all right. You just gotta tell the cancer to go away. Yeah, they're talking about like these spiritual treatments. Book, they heard. I read this book one time and blah blah blah. And there, Kate's all okay. Yeah, I'll do that. And yeah, it's the like mom's like spiritual bullshit. Or the whole family, rest of the family, the immediate family's like they're all stupid. Us, stupid. we've been going through these treatments all these years. What yeah, that's all she the had mom, to do? I think at one point the mom was like, "Yeah, cancer, go away. Fuck you." She didn't say fuck you, but anyway, <laughs> and then what? The immediate family was just like... You gotta be stern with cancer. (laughs) Like the extended family is trying to be positive. At this point in the movie, at least, they make Kate look like her head's fucking black and blue. Yeah, she is. Like, she's fucking black eyes. She's death talking. She's falling apart. She's fucking gone. All right. Almost. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Ace is getting a little (laughs) off track. She does look, like, rough. Like, she's not looking well. I'm not that far off track. She's not. He's not. No, I'm Okay. Not. But, uh, and then the nurse comes in, is like, visiting hours over, like, all extended family has to leave. Okay. So, like, it's just mm-hmm. Kate's in the room with her close family, and Kate's like, I love you all, but can you guys leave? I want to talk to mom. And the family's like, yep, we'll give you time. They walk out. The mom tries to leave. Sarah tries to leave. And Kate's like, you don't want to talk. She's like, I don't want to talk. 
He's like, are you mad at me? She's like, I'm not mad at you. I'm just mad. Even in this moment, she's being... Yeah, she's like, I'm not mad at you. I'm just still mad. A, still a bitch. Kate, wow. give, Kate gives her the photo album, and then she finally is like, calms down. And I don't even remember what they talk about, but they fall asleep with like Kate holding the mom. Like, they fall asleep in the hospital bed together. And then it cuts to Anna's narration that just says Kate died that night while holding her mom. And then it's like, it goes into how everyone's life changed after Anna's death. And it's like, I want to tell you that some good came out of it. Like, they changed the law. Or that, like, there was a new holiday. Nothing happened. Kate was just gone. The world went on. Like, and like, we all just... deaths. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, we, I never understand why Kate had to die and we all get to live. But goes into how everyone's life changed. The mom got became a lawyer again. The dad quit his job and started helping like youths, like underprivileged, underprivileged youths. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, it says Jesse got his life together and got an art degree. And I was like, why did Jesse need to get his life together? He seemed fine to me. Apparently, he wasn't. <laughs> They're referring to Jesse. They're referring Jesse. To the book Jesse. Jesse figured out how to catch oh, the right bus and get home on time. Okay. And then, okay, and then what about Anna? It doesn't actually say what happened to Anna. What about Campbell? It doesn't say what happened to Campbell. And that's the end. Well, in the movie, uh, Anna was 11, so not a whole lot changed besides she didn't have to be put to Broadway anymore. Yeah. Right. She's still okay, Campbell, yeah. Cam- Campbell tells her, you want, like, we won. You still have to go to bed when your parents tell you and eat what they tell you to eat, but you have the rights to your own medical procedures. He personally, the judge he tells her that in the... He no, personally Cam- stops by her house afterwards, and knocks tells on the that. door, and Anna answers, and he was, she was like, oh, okay. And he was like, there's someone here that wants to see you. It was he walked out, and it was mm-hmm. the dog. Because before, he had been like, don't pet the dog. You've well, he has to serve this dog, yeah. But anyways, it's all friendly and whatnot. And he was like, yeah, we won. Like, huh. And that, by that point, Anna was like, my sister's just dead. Just I wasn't going to be poked anyways. doesn't matter yeah, this now. Is kind of That's why I thought it was weird. Like, Anna, like Kate was already dead. I didn't need these surgeries anymore. Still kind of a touching point, though, because he was like, if they're in the future, if you ever need anything at all, like, give me a call. Yeah, he did and say. And she was like, okay. yeah, you've got a so 90% know... success rate. And he was like, 91. 91%. Okay. So I know, like, Asa got a little bit emotional at the end of that one. Caleb, how did you feel? I was sad when Taylor died. Honestly, I was mostly just watching the movie, taking notes, eating breakfast. Like, this is a weird movie. I don't know what's happening half the time. Okay. All right. So, Zach. Here we go. This is why I wanted yeah, to I, do I, this. I, I, I told, once that, once they made that slip earlier, I understood the whole point of this episode. Okay. Buckle okay. the fuck up, guys, because here we fucking go. <laughs> Judge DeSalvo announces that Anna has won her case. She still has to listen to her parents, go to bed, all that stuff. That all comes from Judge DeSalvo this time. Mom's going to be fine. And is had in a court case. The mom is actually fine with it at this point. Everyone's kind of, like, the whole court case has turned everyone essentially onto, like, Anna and Kate, like, what they actually want. That didn't happen, but yes. Yeah, like, it, they're all kind of together in this. Like, uh, the parents go ahead, like, the parents and Jesse go ahead to uh, visit Anna in the hospital. Kate. Yeah, Kate. Uh, Anna and Campbell and Julia stay behind to do the... Uh, Power of attorney paperwork. Yeah, they something. do all that stuff. And then we jump to Brian's perspective, the dad. Uh, and he's like, yeah, on my, like on the way... Or I was at the hospital and I get a call, like a fire department call, and shows up to a car wreck where he's pulling people out of it. 
and he pulls someone out and he looks down and it's Campbell. And he's like, oh, fucking sh-. Like, freaks out, goes over, and the la- like the first person that was driving, the person who was driving went through the windshield and has already been taken away and finds Anna's in the car and smashed her head into the windshield. Anna, what? Anna, oh my god. Anna was in the car with Campbell. They were heading to the hospital, if I remember Julia was correctly. driving. Oh okay. my god. Because Campbell had just had a seizure yes. and could not drive. Uh, and so they get to the hospital and they're talking and they're like, like basically after like a little while, uh, the doctor's like, I'm sorry, she's brain dead. Like there's like her body's alive, but there's nothing le- like her brain took too much damage. Anna? She's yeah, Anna. And they're like, Fuck. they're like, we don't, I'm so, so they sorry. The kidneys. And they're like, yeah, uh, so they're like, they're talking to the parents and they're like, can we, like, should we try and take her organs for Kate? And Campbell walks into the room and he's like, actually, I have her power of attorney now. And he's like, but yeah, there's a girl upstairs who needs these organs. And so they take Anna's organs and give them to Kate and... We jump to Kate's one and only chapter, which is like 20 years later, or uh, maybe 10 years later. What the fuck? I think it's 10 years later. So it saves her? So we find out that after she gets the kidneys, for whatever reason, the cancer never comes back. Like, she just stayed in remission. And she's like, the doctors all have their guesses. And she's like, in my, like, what I believe is basically, like, somebody paid the price and Anna paid it for me. I don't like the fucking differences so far. I don't either. I don't like this. This <laughs> sucks ass. You remember when I made the joke about like, hey, here come like nothing sad enough yet. I want the tears. These are the tears. I <laughs> like, let's when yeah. I, read this I was book. like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did Julia die? She went through the windshield. No, Julia lives. Julia and she's like, I want like she's like basically this whole narration is like, I hope Anna knows like was Anna not how close we stayed with uh, Campbell was. and Julia for a long time. Like we went to their wedding. We don't see him as much anymore because it's just, it's hard. Uh, uh, Jesse got his life together. He uh, just graduated from the police academy. Uh, dad's doing the same as usual. Mom's like, they're better, I guess. It doesn't talk about the parents too much. Kate uh, is now a dance teacher. She always wanted to be a ballerina. She's like, anytime I see two girls on the beach, I think about us. Uh, Maybe that's where that beach that's scene the beach came scene. from. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the end, as she's dying in the movie, she tells Anna, if you ever want to come see me, I'll be in Montana. That's Montana? true, actually. What the fuck? kind of weird. It is. But from then on, after she died, the family gets together every year on her birthday, goes to, because they went on vacation in Montana while she was alive, and she really okay. loved it a lot. Yeah. So they go there. At the end of the movie, it's the family... Several years later, meeting on her birthday, which seems to be in the early spring. They all are fucking bundled up still. No snow. Yeah. But quite cold camping okay. in Montana. I, Anyways, I don't fucking <laughs> like the book. That's stupid. Yeah. Yes. Like it yes, it is. Holy fuck. Okay, guys, we've reached the end of the book. No more flashbacks. I am fucking mad. Okay? <laughs> I'm mad, too. I'm mad for multiple reasons. I, I'm sitting here. I'm reading this whole book. I'm invested. And every time I get invested, it's like, hey, you want a flashback? No, not really. Too bad. Here's seven. Great. Cool. I have muscled through all of this. Oh. We finally got to the court case. I was excited to see you go through. And I'm like, okay, let's go. Like, I'm mentally preparing myself for Kate's death. Like, 
this is going to heartbreak. The Taylor thing broke my heart. The moment where Jesse and them broke my heart. All of, There's so many things that I was, like, tearing up and, like, sad. And then they were like, and then Anna fucking died. Like, she's brain dead. And I was like, fuck this. Not sad. Angry. That is this not is, cool. I'm mad. I'm babysitting a child and I can't talk to it now. <laughs> I'm mad. I'm mad, Zachary. I'm the mad. Movie, Just so you know. The movie, however, let us down when you thought it should have. Yeah, it sounds like with I fucking, want the movie's ending on my book. With, what's her, with yeah. the fucking... Um, Jesse and fucking, Julia. I forget her name. The one that died with cancer. Kate? Kate. Yeah, Kate dies. The I got it. I've called her the wrong name like the whole time. Like you would time. think she would. <laughs> like you said you thought she would just die. She did. It's just... It's what else. was expected. This book had a twist. Yeah, yeah. You, it didn't need a twist ending. We were going to get the tears. You had the tears, Jody fucking Picolt. I was just about to ask we, who the fucking we dick author of this book was. Yeah, Jody Picolt, <laughs> you're a decent writer, but fuck uh, you. You <laughs> did Jesse dirty. Yeah, did, did, I'm more angry with the director of that, but the ending of this book sucked. Well, your anger right now, believe me, when I... So I read this book pretty soon after it came out and I saw the movie in theaters when I walked out of that theater I was like I need to write a letter to somebody <laughs> but I don't know where it goes I don't know who to be angry I don't know who to tell my rage the to the writer the director Jody for so Mallory do so Mallory you've been sitting on this for 19 years to complain to the internet I guess so. And I saw an opportunity and I took it because I think like this concept like movie slash book. You picked the perfect the book for this. The difference is this one I just knew the ending would get a rise. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Oh, I loved the book. Like I I mean, like I said I haven't read it since I was probably 20 years old, but I like cried. When, there's only 3 books that have ever made me cry and that was one of them. And I was just like this is so heartbreaking. I've had a lot of books like make me like tear up, but I've never cried over a book. I've never had a book make me cry. Oh, I think like a tear rolled down my chest. My throat oh. starts to close a little bit. I never and read I'm a like, book. My throat hurts. Like you know when your muscles, it's like your mu- fucking throat I, muscles oh, yeah, are yeah. cramped up, and you're like. Basically goes into but I didn't cry. when he has too much. I'm emotion. allergic to sadness. <laughs> <laughs> no tears came. I was just like, okay. Oh my god. Um, you know, and so I didn't even have the fucking. Zach gotta, didn't like the book. No, like, uh, starts good. Lots of decent writing, but I guess the flashbacks were just too much for me. So I guess I should touch back on that. In retrospect, the whole point of the book was this cancer's effect on the family and not the court case. So it made me think. All the premise made me think that it was about this court case. It's not. It is about the flashbacks. It's That's what we're family, supposed yeah. to care about is this family and all the stuff they've gone through and what it's like to have a family member with cancer. wasn't supposed to be about the court case. And I'm mad more that I was lied to by the universe, I guess. I didn't even read the back of the book. This is just what I picked up from people I talked to. Caleb told me a little bit about the what he knew about it beforehand. Uh, I'm upset about... I'm upset because I feel the same about the movie, except the movie clearly didn't give a shit about the family. They fought so many times and then just kissed yeah, and made they, up. Yeah, they did. It sounds like the movie did everyone fucking dirty. They went from, we're getting a divorce right now, to having one kiss and being the very fine. next. Yeah, when you were like, yeah, we didn't cover anything about what happened to Anna's future. And I was like, of course they didn't. She's fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> so... 
I guess. I was. <laughs> man, it's so warm in to, here. So much to think about right now between. I'm just oh, thinking about was... the book ending more than the oh, movie ending. I'm purging the movie, my brain of it all. The movie, <laughs> speak. the movie I thought was a bunch of fucking the mom just being a bitch and annoying me. Oh, uh, spoiler alert for uh, My Sister's Keeper, the movie, and the book because they're separate warnings. I've already <laughs> ripped up my notes and put them in my oh, I was hoping but to then see those, Caleb. Um, yeah, I wasn't letting that happen. The flashbacks I enjoyed and made me sad at the same time, though. Uh, oh, some of them. Man. Some of them were. Happy. I didn't enjoy the flashbacks. Favorite character really confused me. What favorite character? Because Judge had, the dog. Because she had hair in the flashback. That's fair. Killed. <laughs> she didn't have fair hair in the flashback, and that was the problem. Who was your favorite some character? Of them. Favorite Asa. character, Asa. Fight Uh In the movie, um, man. Well, you didn't read the book. Obviously, it was Sarah. Obviously, your favorite Sarah? was the mother. The mother? <laughs> yeah, clearly. I oh, think the, no. <laughs> took him a second to realize we were fucking No, no, with no, 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 no. Jesse was clearly my favorite character in the movie. Well, okay. I'm, I'm torn between um, Anna and or the uh, the, the, um, the fucking Kate. lawyer there. Campbell? Oh, Campbell. Campbell. Yeah. Campbell All was right. a good guy. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, so Brian is my favorite overall. Brian? I thought the dad. Wow, that I surprises just, me. I like, yeah. he always, at least in the narrative of the book like while it was shown that he was a little negligent earlier he always clearly like cared about the kids and what they wanted the most he's the one who took a stand against the mom took Anna away like said you can stay here at the station with me but even in the end he turned against her or not against her not against her he did side he sided with but at that point also the mother is softening on like Anna and her point as well like they they don't end no everyone in that courtroom ends on the same side Okay. Essentially, like there isn't a fight difference at the end of it. between the movie, perhaps. I would. Yeah, the mother, the mother fully accepts the outcome, and she's fine, like with it. Like she's prepared for this to happen, like and accepting that Kate is ready to go. Like, uh, but then she doesn't. But yeah, she doesn't and then go. she fucking doesn't. I would. And it was all for nothing. It was a lie. <laughs> they lied to me. I Anyways, I liked Brian. I liked Jesse a lot. But the part where he uh, pervs on Julia is enough to knock him out of the top spot. Coolest story, and Brian gets second place because he was in that story. Okay. Does he happen to walk into a room at some point with Julia with a hard rod? Julia and Campbell have sex in the book, yeah. Zach, I'm going to just cut away from whatever the fuck Ace is saying. Julia and Campbell get married. Hmm? I would agree with you that Jesse. Brian's my favorite oh. character other than in the movie he clearly still at no point gives a shit about Jesse <laughs> he learns to care about Anna never at one point learned to care about Jesse wait who? yeah in the Brian, book the father. The in the book the father fully commits felonies they're bonding out the river oh I'm sorry that he still didn't notice that Jesse disappeared for an entire 24 hours it was tough <laughs> to tell he actually disappeared I once thought he the just distraction was right. removed Mallory if you didn't if you'd never seen this movie before this book before because you are effectively the audience for this episode who's your favorite character from either of our stories I feel like you know 20 year old me reading the book I loved Anna and I did not want her to die yeah, me neither. But tonight, kind of reliving it. I can't believe she died. I'm what going with the dog. <laughs> yeah, that was my answer. That was but the I still love Anna. To me, Anna didn't really do anything wrong. 
Yeah, no. She was just a little girl that really had I'm glad, had that I'm glad that there's a universe that she lived in, even if the family sucks way more in it. She was just a poor <laughs> Yeah, she did nothing wrong in the movie. Yeah. She did everything right. And I guess she got to live. <laughs> yeah, that she did. In the movie, in the movie she managed yeah, to her make life it was better in the movie at the end. Oh my sure. god. Uh, so I guess overall, what did you guys think about this? It was a dick move for you. Oh, this is this it, 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 this kind of a sad I, had a, I guess. I had a really good time with this. I didn't like it at all. <laughs> no, not the, not the movies, the the thing where me and you did yep. it. You okay, all right. You don't um, like- <laughs> I okay, noted. I, I hated it. It's a good thing your vote counts less than ours. <laughs> <laughs> I hated being on the same side as Asa. <laughs> wow. I'll watch a different movie than Asa next time. <laughs> but this yeah, that's actually, book? If there, that might be an option. Your notes Think were, like, say, we want, there's Caleb, a couple of movies really that have been good. remade over and over and over. Overall. If there's a book I'll that goes with one of those, we can do it. If it took us two hours to get through this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't uh, think we're, I think I'm, I'm shooting a little lower than 85 Caleb, flashbacks. I thought we were a pretty book. good team. You were the worst team you I've got, ever watched. You did I mean, get worked up there for a minute, though. Yeah, I had fun, but you guys were not on the same page about this movie at all. Maybe you guys need to watch the movie together. You guys time. fight about that movie the way me and Mallory fight about the books. <laughs> you got really worked up. I don't know why. So fast. I think maybe they need to watch the movie together. <laughs> no. In the oh. same room at the same time. I'll never. Okay. All right. So next week we're doing Ace's book, Signal Fires? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. I I'm fully prepared to be fucking sad again. I'm still still super excited about hearing. I about you announced you told me like, hey, we're gonna do my sister's keeper, and I was like, okay. And I walked out to my car, and I was like, this means I gotta do two dramas fucking back to back. God damn it! Real sorry. <laughs> I don't think this was gonna be as bad, but I cannot wait. I can't. I can't wait. Isn't it about a bunch of kids who hit someone with their car? Well, maybe he was a bad person though. Well, maybe. I, that was just a brief. All right. All right. Okay. Isn't well, movie? see you yeah, next week. Did. We're doing Signal Fires. I don't have the author's name off the top of Danny my head. Shapiro. Thank you. Ooh, good one. Uh, yeah, good catch. Good. Uh, God, anyone got a anyone got a fun outro question? Oh, man. All I, all I know is I'm going to just watch it completely unrelated. All right. You know yeah, what? let's take it. How it's many organs? All right. Caleb's dying. How many organs are you willing to give him? That's what I was going to say. I was like, how far would we go for each other? At what point? Well, you know, I feel like I... You know, a kidney is hard, though. I think about that a lot, actually, because I'm like, oh, that's a big deal. Probably yeah. have one kidney. How many, we, we have two kidneys, right? Yes, correct. correct. All right. Yeah, so I probably have one on its way out right now. So <laughs> you probably do. Yeah, I am not going to give up. I draw you as a beer can in the shorts I do. I don't even know that you'd be an eligible donor. <laughs> probably not. I may have a dead kidney. That margarita's a lot harder at the bottom. I might have a dead kidney already. I don't think you do. We would know. You would be very sick. You'd be yellow. All right. No, that's your liver. Uh, This is a hard question to answer. The body is a system, though. So my liver is still good. All right. I'm going to give you two options. We're going to make, we're going to narrow it down. If you gave Caleb a kidney, he is still going to die in six months. That's the line. I'm going to make this simpler so that we're not answering. A, I'm going to clarify the timeline. Uh, that's easy. Answers no. <laughs> yeah, I love you, but six I don't months? think I would. For Sorry. Six, but, like, it's Sorry, not going to save him. That Because that's the premise we're given in the book. Yeah. Yeah, probably not. 
And I wouldn't ask. If I'm going to give myself a kidney for you. You're going to go for me, oh. even though I don't think your kidney will fit. Too small. <laughs> We're very different. You sides. know what? Not a Count me brain dead for any of you guys. <laughs> Take him <them> off. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I, don't, I don't like this question anymore. I'm going to pull out of this. Count, this even, count me. Give me a kidney. Don't get a car crash. I'm giving you everything I've got. I'll die. Oh, yeah. When you I'm guys dead, can make it 20 years and be ballerinas all the fuck you want. Yeah, I guess, you know what? If I give you my kidney and you die, can I get it back? I don't think so. It depends on. I don't think so. <laughs> Probably. Man, not. I think the reversal will be real. End soft. this fucking podcast right now. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Why did we need this?